to the PulpMX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGKW Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOSports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, live from Las Vegas. We are here, we are live, right outside the Lion's Den, MGM Grand. I'm Steve Mathis. With me as usual is my host, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Uh, nothing much. How are you? You look really good today. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. That's what the mirror told me this morning, too. Yeah. I just, like, I, like this morning I got up, showered, blew myself a kiss, and said, let's tackle the world today. <laughs> really? Yep. Wow, good to hear. And uh, whatever you did last week, Hope you have that again. Hope you bottled that up and brought it again. You were on last week. You were good. As some of our voicemails will get to. Yeah, you know, people I've, realize I've been working out. A lot of people don't notice it. That I've been carrying this this show. Yeah. Because you and Tits have been sucking so bad. Yeah. So I, I've had to put you guys on my back the last couple of weeks. So Absolutely. maybe you guys could take up some of the slack and, and, and use your we, you know your knowledge here and do something good for once. We will try. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Tits Legendary, what's up? I don't really look that fat. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for ah! coming. Thanks for coming tonight. You're welcome. Hey, and with us in studio, hanging out for most of the show, none other than Verb Motos, Wes Williams, Dub Dub. How are you? We got an applause right now, right? For me, where's the applause? Uh, that would be applause our sound button. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can think of one Tits, guy that's man. not. Come a, on, come on. I man. can think of one guy. Yeah. That's, I can think of one guy that's not applauding right now. Who's that? Uh, I can't say it, but I, I know that he's just freaking throwing rocks at a screen. Wow, okay, all right. Well, uh, we'll hey, get into it later. We'll get into it later. Dub Dub, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the studio. Now, Verb thank you, Moto. Thank you. Verb Moto. What's with the Dub Dub? What, what the hey, word? honestly, like that's my favorite nickname anybody's ever given me. It's Dub just Dub. W-W. Wes Williams. Williams. Wes Williams, Dub Dub. Dub-Dub. I personally Dub-Dub. like it a lot. Um, Wes. Wesley? Wes. Wes. Hey, Verb Moto. And DMXS. Yep, yep. They go together like peaches and cream. Yeah, but you know what? I, it's I, just going to get you fired? You, you know what? I, I, I'm i thinking of revisiting that situation now that I'm here. Uh-huh. I see your setup. Uh, I see the coffee your wife brought us. Uh, your dogs yeah. invited me in, right. barked wait, 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 at wait, wait, me. Take that back. What coffee? Yeah, I, she's bringing us coffee, okay? I, I'm yeah. being presumptuous. I think she's going to bring it, and I think she it's going to taste very good. She's going to bring you that meatloaf, too? Yeah. <laughs> meatloaf! Now! Uh, um... So, but, but yeah, but I'm thinking about revisiting that whole situation. Maybe maybe, maybe we could get rid of the DMXS guys and and moving maybe, in. Maybe me and you could. Uh, I like it. We could work you something could, out here. You could have it. Yeah. Well, we'll keep Kenny. I, I'll be out. <laughs> no, no, Kenny, you got to stay. You have a lifetime contract with the show. Yeah. You sound like my truck driver. <laughs> I got a lifetime contract with Kerry Hart to be his driver if you fire me. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do, Brian. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, but no, hey, thanks for coming by, and you're on your way to the World Mini. No, I specifically flew out here just for this, actually. Thank you, I'm touched. Uh, yeah, that, that's why I was kind of disappointed. I listened to the show opening, and it didn't mention my name. Yeah, I, you guys wow. knew I was coming, and you guys didn't remake the show opening Tits, for me? Tits, you're fired. God. I'm sorry. No applause, no show intro hey, remake. It was, it was late applause. That's better than no applause. I agree, I agree. I'm, um, I'm sorry, Tits. <laughs> World Mini, Mesquite. Wait, let's get something straight. On okay. this show, we never apologize to Tits. Yeah, uh, no, we don't. So take sorry. it back. off, Tits. Yeah. 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 He's I'm in. I'm sorry, Tits. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you. 
Wow. We actually – he proved you wrong right there. Booyah. Oh, man. Um, World Mini next week. This week. This week, actually. Mesquite. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Practice starts tomorrow. Today wow. was move-in day, and yeah, that's yeah. why we're not there, actually. Wow, because you're here. Yeah. In Vegas. Shows how dedicated we are to um, the amateurs. Who, who's, who's, the, who's the next guy? Who, who, what's, who's going to be the big winner? Wait, there? let me guess. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, Kenny well, the no, Amateur Motocross. Go, go, ahead, go ahead and throw out your guesses here. Let's, let's hear what you have well, to say. Uh, well, dude, I, I know the one kid. The one kid. That's okay. supposed to be. Uh, Does he ride a red bike, a blue bike, no, yellow no, bike? No, no, let me finish. The one kid that we're supposed to name our show after. Oh. Well, we had a website. Yeah, we, we, we. Yeah, but he's still on 80s, man. That's not the pro class. I, I, I figure Steve probably wants to know about the amateur yeah, pro class. Yeah, I mean, seen Cirillo and Cooper Webb very fast. Yeah, but that, they're, they're still three or four years off. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to see those guys. Uh, who are we seeing this year who, that's going to do something? Who are we going to see the last three nationals to come right. out to, to throw a statement? Justin Bogle will probably be the guy that, uh, that does the most. But he didn't necessarily win the most uh, in, in March at the two very first two amateur nationals. Uh-huh. But he definitely looks the most confident. And uh, Where is he from? Where, uh, uh, Oklahoma. Okay. Who is the guy from NorCal? NorCal, Brian something maybe? McGavern didn't work out. Shooter McGavern, no. <laughs> no, there's another. Sjostrom? Brian, what? Shogren? Brian Shogren? What about him? Is he any good? Yeah, he he ripped it up in Texas. So I don't think he did. Uh, he, he didn't pull out any wins, but. Uh, Is he turning pro? I, I honestly don't know. He's mm. he's a That'd be more a question for the California guy. California guy, Ryan Walters, turning pro, yes or no? Nobody we, knows. We oh, we got the we amateur, we got yeah, the amateur see, experts. This is what we deal. Yeah. This is what we deal with with yeah. Verb. Yeah, <laughs> we got the amateur yeah. experts in our studio who don't know any amateurs. Let me let me ask you about one of the amateurs that I okay. do follow okay. Okay. from Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. He um he he just got on the big bike. Okay. He rides a red bike. Do you know who it is yet? From Vegas, the Vegas kid. <laughs> yeah. What about? Come Anyone? on. He the, he knows. Walters. Oh, Dan- Daniel Baker. Daniel Baker, four thirty-one. Nice, Travis Baker. What? Uh, man, I, I'm I'm beginning to put on spot here. I'm sorry. I didn't. I must not have brought my A game. I'm on B game right now. Just Come tell on. us who we're going to see the Nationals. Bogle is going to be a guy that Bogle's we're going to see. Jacob Hayes. Jacob uh, Hayes. Rocking Monster Energy Kawasaki. We also got Kyle Peters. All the way down to Bo Hudson, Jesse Nelson on the TLD bike. Oh yeah, okay. Jesse Nelson, I heard of. Um, that kid impresses I mean, me because he doesn't he have like one thumb. Yeah, one thumb. Who? Jesse Nelson. Jesse Nelson. What's he his rides, other one? He he lost a thumb back on eighties, man. Freaking All of it or chopped, half? No, he chopped his thumb it's off. It's gone, dude. Yeah, he he's got on. a little knuckle. No and way. He's got a prosthetic thumb. Really? Yeah. Well, that's gnarly. You should know that. Why you should know, I know that? You know why I know that? Uh, yeah, because I'd like to he was know an independent that. suspension guy, Matt Wallace. Oh, he was. Yeah, Matt yeah. Wallace used to work with him when he wrote eighties on Suzuki. He's uh-huh. like, I think the family hired Matt, and to, Matt was his guy that built his bikes and do stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, all right. And then there's another guy named Gavin Faith. That's I, I just okay. don't want to leave anybody out What about out the B-class? B-class, man. Dude, there's just... <sighs> top five. Top five in the B-class. Top five in the B-class to me is guys that will be top five in the pro class. In my eyes. Okay, there's Zach Bell who was railing. Uh, Joey Savacci, an MTF guy. Um, Adam Salcerillo was actually running the schoolboy class on his 80. So just throw him some love. I think if he were to race B-class, he could probably get top five on his super mini. Um, Jace Owen, uh, Anthony Rodriguez. Yeah, there's so many, man. There's there's a lot of dudes. If where where do you think this World Mini, in the grand scheme of amateur races, where in your opinion does the World Mini rank for the OEMs, the teams, and such? At like the bottom. Here, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> when, it? when yeah. I first started coming here back in '04, yeah, you show up track. here, yeah. 
and there was just as many guys here as there was at any other one. Uh-huh. But the past few years, it just seems like, I mean, amateur nationals in general have kind of just started kind of dwindling down. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd be, uh, back in 03, you'd go, and there'd be four classes or four divisions of each class, and now you show up, and you're lucky if you got two divisions mm-hmm. of each class. So it shows definitely been a dec- decline. In, in Loretta's is still. Loretta's by far. By far. By far. Ponca's lost some of its shine. Ponca, I think Ponca, Brand, all the NMA group. Uh, this is this M- World NMA, Mini, yep. World Mini, Ponca, and then Branson, I, I – I hate to say it, but I think they're the ones that are suffering the most of yeah. uh, decline. Yeah, and you think the Texas ones have came above it or um, passed it in your well, opinion? Well, here, here's the problem. Uh, two amateur nationals moved – one moved from Lake Whitney to Mill Creek this year, and then uh-huh. uh, Tony Miller started one at Freestone. So it kind of split the the talent group into Freestone right. into Mill Creek, and then everybody went to Oak Hill the week after, mm-hmm. which was kind of like a culmination of every everybody, all the talent coming at one. So the Oak Hill was like the big showdown. So if yeah. anybody benefited, it was Oak Hill. But uh, <coughs> Mill Creek and Freestone definitely didn't have okay. ridiculous turnouts. Hey, let's uh, let's get to the Mud Dolphin. Mud Dolphin. Is he going to be here this weekend? Hey, let's talk about my guy first. Okay. okay. The, my, the amateur that I that I back, that I, I kind of support, not Hart and Huntington, just me personally. I help the uh-huh. family out. I kind of give them a little advice. I'm going to talk is, about Mud Dolphin. It's Jamie Gardner. Oh, yeah. All right. Sorry. We, hey, we did a piece Both on him. Both of you guys are going, oh, whatever. We did a piece on him last, last, last the year. The kid's 15 years old, and yeah. he's riding the B class. The big, guy, the big bike already, yeah. right. Yeah, you're Because I, I, th- I personally thought he should have rode the C class, and I tried to let, you know, but they wanted, they thought they were going to lose speed. He's like, well, he's too fast. Like, oh, he's 13. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big supporter of, the, of, of James. And Dude, I, he was uh, super fast on 80s. He shouldn't be in C class. Come on now. Come on. He's 13 years old. Yeah. He's 13 years old. He's riding against guys, you know. I agree. You know but what I mean? At but the same time, he's only going to get quicker. He might suffer that one year. But what, let's say he's not. He, he he could get. He could suffer a little bit. But why make a kid suffer? Let's let him ride the C class and get, get his used confidence to up. Yeah, let's, absolutely. Let's see a guy that can dominate, so he can move up and dominate. You know what I mean? It's once you get your. You know, you get beat down, and on the other side, it could be good. He could. You know, he could learn how to lose, and that's not a good thing in my eyes. Was well, that why AC's riding the super mini class yep. or uh, the schoolboy? No, so. I think he thinks he can win. You think he's going to go out there to get third? He's, he's on a super mini against 125s? Yeah. James Bobby Stewart did that. Who's that? <laughs> I mean, that's very true. But the Steve Mathis tuned Ryan Morris, 1999. We beat him. At World uh, Minios, right? Minios. Yeah, I remember watching that on TV. Should have got the Golden Wrench, by the way. Um, I remember that story. My too. Dolphin. My Dolphin. Is he going to be here this weekend? Do you know? Mud Dolphin's in Vegas hanging out right now. In the pools. He's trying to – he's looking for mermaids, kicking a few land shark beers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, hopefully. I, I mean, I've been now, trying to say, hey, you realize we have to leave tomorrow, and he's, 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 just, he's not He's listening. like Kenny in the summer when the Nationals come. So we'll see what happens. we got to leave tomorrow at 3 o'clock. The, if I see the Mud Dolphin at the pool, I would have to drown him. Oh. So you're a dirt shark guy, Kenny. I am a dirt shark guy. Yeah. Here's okay. the thing. Mud Dolphin loves everybody. Okay, yeah. he, d- he doesn't like hate or drama. He just goes out there. He loves. Either do we. And we he just, embraces everybody. We're just great white sharks. We just eat anything in our path and smash it. If you see on the wall right here, we don't have a picture of a dolphin. We have a picture of a shark. Yeah, but see, if, if, if the jaws had been encircled in dolphins, they would have. They I believe dolphins have known to kill sharks before. Well, they don't, they don't yeah. kill sharks. They, just, they, they can, they can uh, intimidate sharks and make sharks leave. Hey, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just leave it at this. Sharks are gnarly. Yes. Dolphins kids play with. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> so right. when you go to an amateur race, you have dolphins that you pet and you the, play with. When you, go the, to the, uh, when you go to the big races, you have a shark yeah. that's just gnarly. I think Wes I wanted wonder, some coffee. Can, can, um, yeah, Wes wanted some coffee. Uh, he was saying, 
he was saying how awesome it was to be I'll here. Just take that you were bringing great coffee. Well, you want you want. Uh, Let me get a feel of that ass. I'll, I'll, whatever Whoa. it is, I'll take. Give me a feel of that ass. Like. Meatloaf. <laughs> um. Hey, here's the thing. Have there, you ever seen a shark? Some, have you ever seen a shark listen, wheeling down the streets of Baltimore? There was some altercations between that. dirt. Dirt shark's not happy about mud dolphin, correct? I would. I wouldn't. I, would, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, He's not a fan. I would not describe dirt shark's attitude towards dirt, <laughs> towards <laughs> mud, mud dolphin. dolphin being very, very nice or, or happy or genuine. Are you worried about a, a attack from the dirt shark at some point? If 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 dirt shark wasn't in such a high power place in his job. Probably, but I think he's he's, he's yeah. more along the professional s- standpoint of <laughs> yeah. He keeps it. He's, he's, he's got something more important worried about than his uh, than his video right, right. alter ego. I love it. I love the wait. The what, do you mean, between... what do you mean with the alter ego? Let's get let's get let's get that because out of the way. He, he's a what well, he's the motor motorsports director at Monster, right? So he's right. got he, that's that's him. That's his real life thing. Uh-huh. And so Dirt Sharks is alter ego behind the camera, right? But, but let me tell you one thing. I don't know if you know this, but. Uh, if you notice, Monster supports that, and uh, Monster backs that 100%. So I don't think that it's just his own deal. I think it's a Monster. Okay, yeah. Well. I think Monster <laughs> pays for the editing. Monster does everything because do they don't make money off of it. What do you say to people who say that this is Red Bull's attempt at screwing Monster over? Because I've heard that. Well, that, that's what they came and said to us initially. Yep. And, I mean, it's not, it's not, not true. I mean, it's yeah. 100% our doing. Right. We just wanted to be funny. Yeah. And we thought it was going to be funny, and then apparently it uh, – it, it, it I thought it was funny. I mean, I still think it's funny. Hey, let me I ask you too. a question. You ever watch uh, – you ever see Ellis Mania? No. Okay. Ellis Mania is a, a deal what Jason Ellis puts on. It's kind of like a, a rival deal where he gets people that hate each other into the ring. Right. And they fight. What's the chances of you guys, someone from your camp, that's the Mud Dolphin, or you getting in the ring with Ash at Ellis Mania 8 – and you guys putting headgear on and boxing gloves and going for it. Have and you seen? I'm a skinny ass white kid, and Ash is a big dude. I get my ass stomped. You kidding me? Boxing, three <laughs> rounds, training. <laughs> Could, there, there's got to be. There's 18 million people who work at Verb. There's got to be a bigger Verb oh, guy. Oh, our, our guy that right? that runs the Twitter. The our, I mean, Mud Dolphin actually is on the Twitter, but uh, yeah. Um, the guy that runs he thinks the Verb run, Twitter. No, the the Mud Dolphin Twitter. The guy he thinks runs the the Mud Dolphin Twitter. Right. He's a big dude, and I, I'd stack him up against Ash for sure. Okay. I mean, he does. But we don't have to go there. I'm not. I'm not saying that Ash wants to do that by any means. And, yeah. And and I and, and straight up, dude. Ash is my guy. The Dirt Sharks guys are my guy. You guys are cool. I'm kind of like whatever and with that, the whole here, thing. And just to clear the air, I mean, we're cool with him too. I mean, Perfect. we're not. I, I mean, he he he. Only reason why I think he got bummed was because he thought there was some animosity on your guys' side. If he would have went there and there was nothing. And maybe some people told him false information. I think that you guys need to bury it and move on. There's enough. There's enough in this for everybody. There's enough imaginary sea animals for everybody. I, and and I'll use and I'll go at it like this. Back in the day when we did Moto Triple X, when we started Moto Triple X, the Krusty guys were our competition. Right, I remember. And it was never those guys. We, it was never us against them. It was like when we would go film, they would go on some film trips with us, and we would go with them. It was always let's do this together. Because our industry isn't that big. Where I really was it? I thought there was no never, there. Never, no, I thought never. Here's, there was never thing. any am- animosity. Oh, okay. When, when, when we were when we were ambushed, I, I tr- we tried to explain. Hey, we thought this was going to be a friendly rivalry, and apparently, it just didn't happen to work out that way. Right. And we're cool. I mean, if if we want to be if the dolphin and shark want to be friends, we're cool with that. But if yeah. they don't want to be friends, then mm-hmm. we're cool with that too. Right. Wow. wow. I don't just think drama. I don't think I don't think that I don't. 
knowing Ash and knowing all those dudes, it, it's not it's not that big a deal. They're not gonna you know do a bunch of bullshit. It's I think it, it's I think it got blown out of proportion, and I think maybe everyone was a little hot headed going into what, it. I think what Ash was upset about is the people that were commenting on the vi on, on the video. He thought it was me, and I'm like, look, man, if I'm going to say something, I'm going to do it underneath right. my real name, and I'll tell it to you to your face. And, like, I can't I can't help what the 300 retarded-ass ignorant people hey, want to we say were, on, on the we, Internet. Kenny and I were called manatees not too long ago. Yeah, see? So, I mean, whatever. Who cares? Um, well, hey, we didn't even get to the, 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 the people on the show tonight. Justin Barsha and Jeff Emig coming on. So... Amateur stand up from a few years ago. Hey, can I ask you a question? And Jeff did, she, did she put any hair in your coffee? <laughs> is that just me? I don't me? see it. I don't oh, see it. You, get, get over here. Ask for your money back. She just doesn't like you, that's all. Refund. I don't see it, bro. Oh, really? Oh, oh. That looks like a pube hair. Whoa, no. That's an Angie Mathis hair. Uh, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Man, Mathis likes his coffee with a lot of uh Yeah, I don't know why she – I, I, I kind of warned you on that. I was good. Right, I did I mean, say it's something. All right. It's all right. I'll, I'll drink it. Hey, you know what? Yeah, come to the house and insult the coffee. Cool. Right on, dude. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. Go Dirt Shark. Hey, uh, Steve Navarro <laughs> called me uh, after who's that? last week. Uh, who's, who's that? Works with Justin Barsha, a chiropractor guy. I, um, I never heard of him. If, you, if you're listening to Navarro or one of your buddies listening, call the show. Let's, uh, let's talk and uh, get this thing uh, – Settled here. You're, you're thinking that I'm lo I'm Dean. I'm loving Dean Wilson. So you're just all about controversy, aren't you? You had Cox and Dunes on. Now you want to have it out with Navarro. Or I'm not going to have it out with him. But it, it no. boosts the show ratings. I mean, sure. I mean, whatever. Kenny just walked out. He doesn't care this about Jerry Springer sh show now. ratings. I could give a rat's Hey, ass. um, thanks to our sponsors: BTOSports.com, X Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, O'Neill, and Kicker. All fine companies. And thank you for for supporting the show. Remember, listen to the podcast show to save yourself money at btosports.com. Use Pulpa Mech Show to save money on worksconnection.com. And, uh, yeah, basically uh, punch in Xcode 2010 to get 40% off goggles. I think that deal still works. I'm not even sure. I think it does. When you click uh, buy it now, all caps, X, X Pro, Xcode 2010. Hey, if you're, out you there, if you're out there and you think this is bullshit, before you call bullshit, try it. And, and watch how light your... Uh how much money you save. Watch how much money you save. Yeah. And if you don't save money, call us and, and we'll right. let you know. But I'm telling you right now, you're going to save a lot of dough if you're buying product all the time. Well, 40% is a lot of dough. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd agree The BTO with that. discount is, is working awesome. People listen to the podcast show and they listen to this show and it's saving them money. And, and thanks to Vince at BTO for coming on board. He rec Even though Kenny, according to Kenny, we screwed his fret buddies. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. You um, did. Uh, <laughs> you did. Hey, uh, last week, uh, we got an email last week. Uh, Kenny, you may remember this. Um, a Peter Sundell sent this in. Who's that? I, I don't know if I like where this is going. Steve, I know you're not mad about this. Oh, come but on. I do feel bad that I didn't give the show the proper amount of attention. I should have. I was preoccupied with fixing my phone and spent way too much time on it. I'll do better next week. Tits. How dare you? Tits was – did you notice Tits last week, though? Wasn't really into it? Hey, I sent that to you confidentially, and you're going to freaking put that on the air? Did it, it did not say confidential on the email. Hey, Sheesh. you know what, Steve? I never would have noticed because I, I don't pay attention to what the guy does. You do. Last week, though, you guys were buddies. He, why, why, we weren't buddies. He was you just, agreed with him or something. He finally came, <laughs> I, he finally I, I, came I to his senses his and realized that you were an idiot. Um, um, but Tits, uh, so are you more into wow. it this week? I'm no, no phone in sight except we, uh, for the one in front of me. <laughs> 
And you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have the news in um, a little bit here. I, I got it all. You're done. good. I sent you a DM. Oh, okay. Saying it's all ready to go. Yeah, you can you can do that other thing too. Hey, one, one question okay. I do have is yeah. why does he have the really cool wind blocker thing and you guys don't? Well, this is my wind blocker thing. Okay, okay. And then yours are on the end of your I microphones. See, oh, so. his just looks a lot cooler. Mine, you think? Yeah. yeah. Looks more it's like more WKRP. Pro, more professional. It definitely <laughs> looks way more pro. If we had video in here, people mm -hmm. would be like, his "We're gonna do video. I think we're gonna have video on our show." Uh, coming up in the uh, in the in the meantime. Yeah, I can't wait. Hey, uh, let's get to some other emails we had here. Hey, Mathis, uh, seen a tweet yesterday from Ellie Reed saying she doesn't go to the races because they pay to race and they are cutting the spending. This got me thinking: if it's going to cost him a million to race, him being Chad Reed, then why the hell would he not sign with a factory team and make all profit and be on a better bike? He said recently, maybe I'm not cheap, but if you don't think whatever Honda offered him would be better than paying a million just to race, wouldn't it be better? Let's go to you, Kenny. What do you think about that? Say, okay, we all know obviously, Honda. We all know Honda lowballed them, or uh, if they offered them anything at all. Obviously, that guy sent the emails. Email in knows nothing about Chad Reed and nothing about what was going okay. on in preseason. Please, please educate them. He did not get an offer. Okay, and his bike is just as good or better than any factory bike out there. Mm -hmm. He gets some components from Honda. And he has a lot of support from Pro Circuit right. that goes above and beyond for Chad Reed because Mitch Payton loves nothing better than to beat the OEMs. Yes. So, saying that, um, having Ellie not come to the race, everyone's claiming to for, uh, seeming to forget that they have a, a baby, a newborn baby. And traveling across the country with a baby, going through airports and sitting on airplanes when you're not flying private like they have in the past is a, is a problem and an issue. So... He could leave for two or three days to go race and do his job and come home and his family's there. Right. So when they can go, she goes. Okay. Um, Sam said this in. What's up, guys? Love the show. Listen every week. But unfortunately, I live in Canada, and I am yeah, only 16. You are, you, are, you are unfortunate right so there. So I can't Sorry. drive across the border, which means I can't enter, which sucks. When I heard about the contest on your show the other night, I thought that finally the good Lord had answered my prayers to meet Tits Legendary himself. But about two minutes later, when Steve dropped the bomb about no Canadians, I was very disappointed that one of my countrymen would destroy my one and only dream in life. That said, I love the show and continue to listen even after this travesty. I love the tits reads the news entry and KW rock, but you can suck it for hating Canada. Uh, what Sam is talking about is our big contest that we're having. Win, what contest? Win a spot on the Pulp MX show. Really? Yep. I we, even knew about we that We are one. going to fly two people here. Put them up for two nights, three days, rental car, put them up at the H, I believe, and uh, and they get to sit in on a taping of the show, which uh, would be an awesome, incredible experience for anybody. So um, what you have to do is uh, go to pulpamex.com, look for the thread that says win a win a um, uh, uh, the contest, and follow the directions. 500-word essay on why you think you should go. Tits, have you read them all? I've read every single one. There's about half a dozen, two dozen? No. No. We're, it's almost 30 now. Really? Yeah, okay. Uh, dude, there's some heartbreaking ones. There's a lot of sob stories. A lot of ones that are you're they, like. Are they well written? Some of them are. Yeah. Kenny, do you have any interest in reading any of these? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you read, Kenny? Nope. <laughs> uh, Not everything that's spelled. I can, only thing I can read is, is uh, Stroop's uh, Twitter. <laughs> him and I are on the same page. <laughs> if Stroop wrote an essay, I would vote for him because I would understand it. Yeah, Kenny speaks. No periods, no commas, no capitals. Um, Perfect. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to come on the show, that's, this is your chance. Write an essay. Tell us why you want to get here. We'll, we'll pay for you to come out and, and read it. Maybe you can read the news. Do a better job. Um, now, 
Hey, did we open it up to people outside of the U.S. if they want to get theirself into the U.S. to make themselves Tits, shut up. No, no one from Canada is coming or Australia. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh, no. Now, Canadians can fly out of a U.S. city. Right. Well, if say you're from Australia or the, uh, the U.K., if they were to fly into, say, New York or wherever. And yeah, sure. Pick it up from there. Sure, All right. It's, sure. It opens up for other people. Just sure. throwing it out there. Yeah. Hey, you know what's crazy? This weekend at the race, probably – Three or four people came up to me and said, I'm winning the essay. And I'm like, really? what are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? Exactly. Uh, you got to love the, the uh, participation. Uh, here's the guy who wrote in uh, that said, Kenny needs some dark colored shoes so he can go to the manager's tower. And he wants to know if any flea bargaining takes place in the tower. Uh, I'll tell you what. Kenny's what, new I'll word t- last week was flea bargain. Hey, I'll tell you what was going on this weekend, yeah. though. There was big talk of the uh, the, uh, the after party. We're doing a huge after party at Body English, and it, it is a, um, it's a it's a supercross after party. Yeah. And uh, so I was out there just inviting everyone to go, and everyone was pumped. I'm getting emails from all kinds of people. What did Magnum going, say? He's in. He wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't invited. And there's a lot of talk about the team manager of the year up in the tower. Who's voting for who? And and you know, is that voted on by other team managers? Yeah. Oh, it is. So yeah. why would you not vote for yourself? Is that like because you can't unspoken yeah. rule? Yeah, you can't. And I'll, I'll read the I'll read the email that I got from Dave Prater about the criteria of the team manager of the year. All right, you want to wait while we pull it up? Well, I mean, read, read another one. Okay. Read another one. Um, uh, I have to tell you from Jeff. I have to tell you, I'm on the Reed bandwagon. Is it me or has his attitude really changed? Moving from Yamaha to Suzuki really moved him up in my respect department. He even stopped the complaining. Then he had a bad year at Cali. I love how he is open about things like on his Twitter account. Is it really cool for a man of his status in MX to be open with fans? This past weekend, a buddy of mine Twittered him and Kennard, Brayton, and Gilmore about wearing blue for autism, and he actually responded. Um, all, all the riders did. Um, Either for the race, no time to watch video on it. Aaron was on him, and he didn't seem that upset over the deal. Anyways, I just wanted to email you, say there was room on the bandwagon for Reed. So we got Jeff, who's a Reed fan. Um, good for good for him. And Tits, who did you wanna who did you wanna uh, thank? What? Sorry, it'd be good if I had my microphone on. His name's Ray with uh, Ray Ryder Clothing. He hooked <laughs> me up last week since Mr. Kent Watson over there won't give me any of his uh, Hart and Huntington gear. So you guys can go check out his stuff. It's uh, rayrider.com. Are you get? Are you getting writer with a Y? Are you getting t- tits any clothes? Clothes any ever? Definitely not. Okay. All right. Tits, you're out. Good job. <clears throat> At least I got some somewhere. Um, I can hook you up with some Vermoto t-shirts. That's Maybe what I'm mud about. Dolphin, We got Mudolphin t-shirts. Oh, you you definitely can't get it. DMXS t-shirts anymore. No, you can't. You are out. Yeah. 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 I want. I want a Mudolphin t-shirt. All right. Do the guys, uh, DMXS guys, they, they like this show, right? Yeah. We're, we're good. Yeah. Right. Iser's a good dude. I mean, we talk trash on you guys like every night. I go over there, but damn I mean, it. yeah, God, but I mean, it. of course, of course. Kenny yeah, was on DMXS. They loved him. <laughs> they loved him. They uh, then I asked to go back. I'm like, why don't you guys get me back on? Never heard. Hey, uh, um, before we get to uh, the news here, let's go to voicemails. And Steve Navarro, if you're out there, give us a call. Call in the show. Let's go to voicemails this week uh, that we have. Um, remember, you can call in 702-586-7857 anytime. Leave a message. If it's good, it'll make it. I had 30-some messages this week, and I narrowed it down to, I don't know, like seven. So uh, without further ado, let's listen to what these people have to say. Yeah, this is Randy from Ukaipa. 
hey, Kenny, you should drink coffee more often. Stuff you're saying this show is genius, genius. And you should apply to be a Rhodes Scholar if you stop at Starbucks every day. Hey, have a good one. Just Later. read it. What's up, fellas? This is Justin in Salt Lake. Um, just calling to point out how worthless Tits is. Um, <laughs> I think it might Thank be you. time to repo that iPad and bring Gigi back. Well, no, probably not Gigi. She pretty much sucks, too. But there has to be a uh, happy medium somewhere between Gigi and Tits. Uh, talking about Gigi, Kenny, will you take her sweatshirt home behind your chair? Yeah, sure. First person who calls in and wants Gigi's sweatshirt and sends us a video of them burning it gets it. First person tits. I haven't you, you, seen her. I dude, This is what happened. I met Gigi yeah. earlier in the day at the strip club. I had a meeting and we went there. Of course you had a meeting. And I talked to her and I thought she'd be funny. Right. So she left the strip club with me. and we Right hung from out the for, club. Right from the club. We let, she left, went and hung out at the pool. We hung out for the rest of the day. And she and then she's like, well, let's go back. Let's go hang out later tonight. And I'm uh-huh. like, well, I have to go do this thing. Do you want to come with me? And she's like, yeah, sure. So I brought her in with right. me and then we left here and we took care of business. And I haven't talked to her since. Okay. So... So I don't think first that guy that wants a sweatshirt and will show us a video of them burning, bur- burning it. Will Only get- thing she's asked for back was the one shoe she left at my house. Well, I don't understand when you walk out of the house with <laughs> one shoe on, like you're all like. <laughs> and then she, she's like, "Well, where's my shoe?" And I go, "Well, why don't you remember when you walk out?" She goes, "No, I just left barefoot. I didn't, you know, think." Yeah, about yeah. It. You don't think about putting but shoes on. But you put on. one shoe. You walk out with one shoe. You got one leg. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's get back to the voicemails. Or between G sits maybe. Uh, anyway, keep up the good work. Get rid of tits. Love the show. <laughs> Get rid of tits. Mathis, Bill Dirt. Hey, I know this is beating a dead horse, but I just don't think James is going to come out and say, hey, I screwed up, I made a mistake, and I just think he should. And no one's calling out on it. Even Weeds did the interview on Racer X, and he didn't even ask him about it. So... I don't know. I just think he ought to come out and say what he did and say it was a huge mistake, and I'll be over it. But he he just won't own up to it. Later. See you in Seattle. Hey. Yeah, this is Nate. Uh, listen. Hey, guy. One thing to say to you. Did you see him on the podium? If that's if that's not knowing that he made a mistake and he is gladly um, to be back up there on the top of the box, I don't think – I think his – Gladly, yeah. yeah. I think his actions showed more than him saying a word. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't. I'm not uh, like I know James Stewart. I'm not James on James Stewart's camp by any means. I know him cordially. I know his dad cordially. They've always I've been, known him for quite a bit. Um, but what he's went through, none of us will ever know to walk in that guy's shoes. The guy's never been in trouble before. He got in trouble. And he has a lot of pressure on him, a lot of pressure to win races, to promote, to perform for his sponsors. And he made a mistake. Right. And everyone's going to keep beating this kid up over a mistake he made. If you guys really want to think about it, what he did, okay, he made a mistake. Everyone claims to forget Kobe Bryant raped a girl and got away with it. Mike Tyson raped a chick, went to jail. All these professional athletes get in trouble, and now they're back in the limelight, like they're they're the, they're the god's gift. The only thing, Michael Vick, yeah, no, no, stuff like that. The only thing this guy wants is he just wants James to say, "Hey, I screwed up. I'm sorry," and did, he hasn't did, done that yet. I'm not saying I want to. I'm saying this guy. Well, that uh, guy, that guy I, can suck uh, it. That, yeah, that guy could come up and suck it. Okay, he could, he could suck it and then yeah. suck it again. Right. Fantastic. All right. So, uh, hey, he should go ask James this weekend when he goes to Seattle. 
why don't you say you're sorry? Quit being a little bitch and go ask him. Right. Instead of calling in and going in the chat rooms <laughs> what do you and think, talking shit to everybody. What do you think about this James Stewart off the track stuff? Oh, geez. Uh, I think he hasn't mentioned it because legally he's still in a – Exactly. I, it, why, why would he want to incriminate himself? So exactly. I think, like you said, but on the podium – Once it's settled, maybe he'll – Yeah, once it's settled, I think he'll come out and say whatever he needs to say. But he, he apologized on the podium without legally binding himself into incriminating. Dude, right. at the end of the right. day – he didn't rape anybody. He didn't get caught with a bunch of heroin and cocaine. He didn't get caught with drugs. He didn't, he didn't have a cop's uniform on. He didn't flash badges and, and get out of the car and try to follow someone home and go into their house. He put some lights on and he tried to, you know, and he wasn't trying to pull someone over. He was just trying to, for them to get out of the way. So that's what we know. I, maybe right. there's more to it. But at the end of the day, it's like I said before. He did something and got caught. We've all done stuff way worse than that and haven't got caught. He's just in the limelight, and, mm-hmm. the, and, and I can understand his sponsors and stuff like that. If his sponsors aren't going to get mad, and they're going to forgive him, and people yeah, I mean, the, forgive uh, the guy, give him a chance. If he does it again, okay, right. let it go. Wise words. This is from archives here. Last uh, week's show, and uh, kind of wonder about all these people calling in, complaining about the TV coverage. I mean, it gets complaining about heat races not being on there, but... I don't know if you guys just weren't around back in the early 90s when we had to stay up till 3 in the morning before TiVo even existed, watch on ESPN2, and put up with that freak Jerry Bernardo, or wait two weeks later and watch it on Moto World. Uh, anyways, I think it's pretty good that we're getting the least next day coverage and a lot of live races, but so everyone that's bitching about the uh, CBS broadcast, probably just uh, think about that before they complain. But other than that, you guys keep up the good work. Thanks. What's up, Manatees and K-Dub? Hey, I got a question about your uh, opening song that comes on before you open the show. Opening, uh, What are the lyrics to that song, man? It sounds like the guy's saying, it's time to fuck or leave. Uh, me and a buddy are trying to figure out what the hell he's saying. So you can clear that up. Who's the artist? What's the song? Thanks. Yeah, he Wait, has to, so this is like, you, we probably have about 25 calls, and this is one that you I took. just want, it's intermittent. <laughs> well, this guy asked a specific question. Because you love this band, and I'd never heard of the band. It's probably uh, some Canadian band, correct? Bing, 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 bing. Yep, exactly. Matthew Good, Last Parade. Uh, it, it's, uh, it is called, the song's called Last Parade, and uh, the disc is called Vancouver, and yes, he does swear. So that was the lyrics. Yeah, this is yeah. Scotty calling. Scotty. Uh, three words to uh, describe Steve Cox. Douchebag, douchebag. Douchebag. <laughs> now, to be fair, that's six words, not three. No, douchebag's one word. Yeah, no, douchebag's one word. I don't know. It's verb moto, dude. They know. <laughs> okay. I want to know who appointed him to be the media sheriff. Get rid of that guy. Hey, guys. Joseph again. Um, I just finally finished listening to that gigantic argument between Hawks and uh, Dan Dunes, and my God, that's an hour of my life I'll never get back. I only listened to the rest of that episode that I called in about last week uh, because I had no other podcast to listen to because your archive hadn't been put up from Monday. And that guy just kept trying to write what he did wrong and move on, and Cox would not let it go. Um, I've, I've just seriously lost credibility for Cox. So I, I won't read his articles, not that I really like them anyways, but uh, he just sounded like a whiny punk that wouldn't let it go. So, anyhow, I hope the archive of Monday Night Show is better than that. I should have left with Kenny. Normally you guys do an amazing job, but 
you let that bullshit just roll on, not even rolling on, drag on for over an hour. I mean, I liked it. You're, you got better sense than that, guys. I thought it was uh, funny. I didn't even know still there until he spoke up. But hell, it would have been better than listening to him and his iPad too. So anyhow, uh, please don't have Cox back on anymore. Dan Dunes is fun. Hey, Mathis Watson, what's up? Uh, got a couple shout-outs here and a few tips to critique the show. First of all, Watson, you need to have a couple of double coffees every week before the show because uh, last week you were on it the whole time. It was great. Way better than when you sit back and just pout. Don't say much. Guy likes you. Uh, pout. Tits. you got to get on the ball. You need to research the news a little bit better. You need to look at it as a privilege to be part of this great show. Yeah. Instead of sitting over there talking to your buddies. Yeah. Not paying attention to what's going on. Texting. You're doing an okay job, but you can step it up and you can do a lot better. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Tits. thanks sure. for all the answer my questions when I email them to you. I appreciate that. Uh, BTO Sports, got the discount from you guys. GoPro camera, works great. Thanks yeah. for hooking me up with the discount. And a quick shout-out to uh, Nick Way. He's always good when you guys have him on here. Trey Kennard and Chad Reed. Those guys are good to listen to because they, uh, they let you know what's on their mind and uh, they're not machines like Dungey. Keep up the good work, man. I love the work you guys are doing. It's great. Later. Always always open, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. We got uh, Jesse on the line here. Jesse, what's up? Hey, how's it going? How are you, man? Thanks for listening. Yeah, we absolutely love the show, love the podcast with Weege and Ping. Right awesome. on. You like Kenny, too? So, yeah, like Kenny. Like Kenny. Uh, Titch, I don't know about that guy. Hey, what if you guys uh, make you Titch know? responsible for rumor, rumors instead of the news? Because his news, everybody knows his news. Everyone's on the message board all day long. Right. It just seems kind of, seems kind of like a waste. But uh, yeah. anyways, come well. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny's finally coming around on tits. It's taken show uh, show twenty, but it's finally coming around. <laughs> okay, a couple questions. You were talking about Ellie not being able to fly to the race makes sense if you're not flying private. But uh, she tweeted about the outdoors and maybe not having funding for the outdoors. Have you heard anything on that? Uh, just um, I, I, yeah, I've heard that it's up in the air. I've heard that they're doing it for sure. I don't really know. I heard that maybe Porcel's going there if he can find some money. I don't really know. Reed is, I don't think Reed's ever come full out and said, I am doing the outdoors. Has he, Kenny? No, but has it always been like people remember they no one knew what he was doing until a month before the season started? Yeah, yeah, true. I think he just does that so he doesn't feel obligated that he has to from his sponsors. I know he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to, right? Right. Do you think he thought he would have a bigger sponsor by now? It's been kind of a disappointment. Uh, that's a good question. I I, I do, I do. Uh, we all do. Yeah. We I mean, just not Chad. I think every team right. hopes to pick something up among, along the way, including us. I know us. they were talking to Vodafone, which is Verizon over here, and thought they had it in there, but I don't know if that's how that's going. Uh, Obviously not. So he's going. not looking for energy drink. I would no. think he would be. Yeah. No. What do you mean? Yeah, no? it's stupid. It's too bad. I mean, he is. He's if doing you look such a good at, job. If you look at the energy fan. drink deal, uh-huh. he's ridden for pretty much all of them except for Red Bull, I think. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that uh, that it's going back that way. Okay. Okay. Yes. Oh, you real quick, another question, yeah. if it's all right. Yeah, no problem, Jesse. Go ahead. Take the whole show. It's cool. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the no, Jesse the, MX show. The, uh, the tracks. I mean, uh, I used to love super technical tracks, but... It seems like A2 was super technical. Uh, obviously, St. Louis was super technical. Uh, you think James is going to run away with all the super technical ones? 
and should they, you know, is it better to have it a little bit easier, makes more competition. That's Steve. Steve knows. He walk. Do you walk? Do you do the track walk, Steve? Yeah. And your flip flops? No, I don't wear flip flops at the races. Uh, You're not allowed to. Al- are you? Always no. shorts, but never pants. Um. I, I. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought the tracks have been technical. Uh, not all of them, certainly. I don't think St. Louis was technical. Besides the one triple triple the guys were doing. Kenny, what'd you think? Looked pretty uh, fairly basic. I think to I me. think I don't think it was built technical, but I think it became technical ruts with the and ruts, stuff? Yeah, the yeah. ruts, and the way the track came around. Um, I think that one, that one section uh, after when they came down that after that rhythm section where they went left and they fixed that section after mm-hmm. practice, yeah. where it got that cup in it. Yeah, that was kind of dirty, dude. Right. That that it had to be fixed, right? <laughs> well, they they fixed it, but it was just as dangerous as it was. Oh, was? oh. you've seen oh. all those guys almost endoing off of it every lap. Mm-hmm. Um, and Malcolm Stewart ate, ate crap there, and uh, a couple other guys. I think somebody else went down hard there. Yep. Oh, there's so. Tits talking more on the phone. Hey Jesse, um, yep. I think that with the Seattle and Salt Lake coming up, like all bets of technical tracks are off with the weather. Yep. You know, like no matter what, like Seattle, they build tame anyways because they expect it to rain, and it's calling for rain, so. I'm not sure. I think James's James's advantage, if there was any, is gone now. Who do you like in in that those conditions? Well, Wyndham's phenomenal, but he's, he's not one phenom. of the top five guys. I don't, dude. I, I don't know if it matters the way he's rode through there last year, like in, in Salt Lake. Who's who's who are you talking about, Wyndham? Yeah, I'm like not, Wyndham's not in the title for the championship, Steve. No, I know. I'm asking you, who do you like? Oh, well, you just in said the, in those conditions. In those conditions. Out of the top five. That's what you need to say. Out of the top five. Okay. Um, shit. I don't know. That's a good question, Kenny. Um, what do you think, Dub-Dub? Stewart or Kennard, they probably get to ride the most in the rain. But Kennard has more of the uh, clay track at his house, and Stewart probably has more of a sandy. I, 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 it's a tough Stewart, call. yeah. I don't know. Good question. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hey, here's the email from uh, – Dave, are we going to get in trouble for reading this? Oh, well. No. Team Manager of the Year. It is time once again to cast your ballot for the Team Manager of the Year. This award is very special in, in, in that it is the only award voted on by your peers. What? No journalist award? The deadline for receiving votes is Friday, April 15th. All active team manager eligible for the award. Please consider the overall performance of each manager, not only their win-loss records. Please email me your choice as soon as possible. Thank you, Dave Prater. Uh, basically saying, hey, you just can't pick the team manager whose team has won the most, which I agree with. You just can't. I mean, they've done, they've done that before, but I don't think it's cool. It's like giving the best mechanic award to the guy who wins the title. All the well, time. they're trying to I don't claim like that either. They're trying to claim that the team manager is voted through all the team managers, right? Um, well, yeah. Sometimes that's kind of hard for me to believe. I think you know. I, I don't know. I, are I, you saying that there's a grassy knoll and that the manager's <laughs> things are fixed? No comment. Wow. Okay. I can't wait till they give a media guy award. I can't wait. What I want to do. What no. I want to do, and I'm not saying that I could. I mean, yeah, I'd be pumped to win, but I'm not saying for my sake. Yeah. But I would like to just to go back like the day. Like I always want to do this. And I never had enough sack to do it. It was back in like the nineties in the in the in the early two thousands when they do the random drug test when they would pull names out of the hat. And it was always oh, the like guy Steel City and uh yeah, and, and, Daytona. Daytona. Yeah. and it was always the guys that had that question mark if they partied. It was never Sebastian Waugh. 
It was never, Ooh, you know, Tim Ferry. It was always Phil Lawrence, Jeff Willow, you right, know, right. Emmett, guys like that. So one time I was just saying, I want to walk up and grab that bag yeah, yeah. and turn it upside <laughs> down and see – if everybody's numbers, yeah, there. yeah, because it would never be some three-digit guy from. You well, know, there was Iowa. three. They did throw some three-digit guys in there, but the known guys was always the. It was always yeah, them. Yeah, always them. No, you're right. You got a point. So I don't know. I don't know. I I hope to God that it's it's done, <laughs> and you know they should what they should do. I hope you win. Ah, dude, I doubt it. That'd but be what awesome. They, what they should do is when they do it at the event, when the guy wins, they should put up the votes. Right. They should say – they don't say who voted for who, but they should say, yeah, this yeah. is the guy who got this many Kenny votes. Kenny had whatever. Yeah. Two votes. All the way down. Right. Well, one, one, <laughs> and you can't votes. vote for yourself, so I'll probably get no votes. Hey, is caller number one still there, Tits? Yeah, I believe so. What's his name? Uh, Average Squid Joe. Joe? Joe? Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Thanks for holding so long. What's going on? Hey, I was calling from NorCal. I just had a question. If you guys could talk about uh, Supercross suspension and kind of describe what it is. I mean, obviously it's different or, you know, every guy has a different setup. But um, there's... Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. All right, Joe. Thanks for calling. He great, waited that great, long. Great question. He, he waited that he long been... to ask what the difference between Supercross and outdoor suspension been is. Been on hold for an hour. A long time. Um, That's probably uh, him calling back. Hold on. Jason, you there? Yeah, hey. What's up? What's going on, guys? What's happening? How are you? Thanks for calling. Yeah, I was just, um, I heard the caller talking about the, the TV coverage and, um, you know, how we should have been happy with the whole Taco Bell drive-through thing. And I guess I felt compelled to respond a little bit just because I started the, the thread about saying it was an insult. But you guys didn't really talk about it. I know you got Jeff on tonight, but I just thought it was kind of a timely topic. You know, I really thought it was just kind of ridiculous. And, you know, I know those guys try their hardest, but I, I just didn't really understand it. I was wondering what you guys thought about it. Hey, dude, let me ask you, how long have you been following Supercross and Motocross? Like, how long have you been around, like, watching the races on TV and following it? Well, I remember watching Marty Motes. Okay. At the USGP back when I was on once a year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, all right. So you've been around. You've been around. You get it. Were you one of well, those as long guys? As you have. <laughs> were you one of those guys that used to call the one INF Moto line to find out who would win the races before the internet and before, uh, you know, it was even on TV for two weeks? Were you one of those guys? I don't think no. so. Because if you were, I used to read about it in MXA like. Yeah, three six to months. six months after it happened. Dude. Exactly. So, so what? You I know, mean, I get, but that was thirty years ago. You know. <laughs> like or or no, this, know, this is like the kind of this is like the this is like we the, don't ride the same bikes we rode thirty years ago. I, I get it, I get it, but well, this is what the deal is. Feld, okay, Feld Entertainment yeah. produces the show. They put a package together, and it has to be done within an hour. And in that hour, there has to be commercials and their their segments that lead into the race. They only can do what they can within a half hour. So you pretty much they. They have to have, like, uh, a certain amount of commercials in there to help pay for it. CBS, let's get something straight. CBS has nothing to do with the telecast. Nothing. Zero. They buy it. All right. Feld goes, hey, yeah. we want you to air it. They hand them a tape, and they play it. And then Feld pays CBS. I understand that. I understand that. People said that in the thread. I don't, I don't think as a viewer... So it's the same. What I'm trying to get at is it's the same production as you see on Speed every week, but it's just not a full different graphic. Here's the thing, Jason. You're not the target audience. Neither am I. Neither is Kenny. Neither is Dub Dub. Tits maybe. But uh, they're just – they're going for – 
people who don't know anything about Supercross. That's what they're doing. You can see it. I know that. You know. How is the foot? How is it this I'm week? Was it better? Did they show I the get, heat races? I get all that. I'm just. What other sport do you watch where they don't show the action? And in this past race, hey, they showed the whole thing. main event last week without commercials. That was cool, and I was, you know, that's one point I wanted to make. When they went straight into the heat race um, at St. Louis, that was awesome. Right. Yeah. I watched PBR. I, I watched PBR last week. They didn't show. They didn't show the qualifiers. They just showed the final six guys that made it into the to the finals. You know, I watch freestyle motocross on TV, and they don't show that. They they just show the final runs. I mean, it's right. it's it's it is what it is. I mean, I, I know our, what you're saying, Jason, but yeah, I, I feel you, dude. I feel you. My my only thing, I'm really only, I, I don't like singling people out. I, I have huge respect for actually. I think Shaheen is not as bad as people rag on him either. But my point, I was just really curious what you guys thought about the Bubba drive-through segment. It was just weird to me. We had all this news about Bubba. Well, uh, on all over mainstream news, and the would it be would it, would it, would it have been better if it was Kevin Windham, uh, you know, at his ranch, uh, you know, feeding his here's, cows here's and doing the that thing shit? That, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to some people in the TV business and said that James Stewart uh, day in the life of going to a Yamaha dealer was already in the can, done, planned for the Dallas Supercross no matter what. It was going to okay. get aired. And this week, Wyndham was planned no matter what. I do think it was bullshit. Right. They did not address the arrest on the air. Absolutely. Um, you know, you have to mention it at some point. You don't have to tear it down like Perry Mason, but you, you need to say, hey, James had a problem with the law this week. Uh, Fro, what do you think? How is this going to uh, affect him or whatever, however you want to say it? I agree. It's bullshit. But as far as the segment about James, that was done, dude. That was done before the arrest, planned okay, and everything, well, you know? so that's, that's good to get it out in the air. But let me ask you this. Kyle Bush goes to jail during the week <laughs> for, for whatever, yeah. and you see an NASCAR race that weekend, and they don't mention it. I mean – no, they. Yeah, I agree. No, you're you're right, bud. Absolutely, yeah. it was it was. And but, you know what looks even worse when the series announcer Shaheen is on wind tunnel or not wind tunnel, but on the speed report, talking about the arrest on Speed Channel, but yet somehow during the telecast of the race, strangely forgets to bring it up. Yeah, right. Dude, why so, are we even still talking about this? This is stupid. It's dude, yeah, well, it, it's it is it is what it is. Cool. It is what it is. James screwed up. We're gonna beat a dead. What about do you like? What about Tiger Woods? I mean, that guy did what he had yeah. to do. And look at it, he was back at the Masters, almost ready to win it. Had the biggest crowds following him. Hey, you know what? Yeah. It is what it is. Dude, Let's move forward. You're preaching the choir, man. I'm a huge Th- James Stewart fan. Thanks, right on. Thanks, Jay. Keep being good. a James Stewart fan because the kid ain't done yet. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank right, you. Thanks, thanks for the call. All right. Thanks. Hey, uh, Ben, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? How are you? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for calling. What's up? Yeah, I just want to have a kind of an off the wall question. I know you're gonna have Barshawn later on, we even are. if it applies to him. But uh, do you know do any of the factory Honda guys? They get deals on like Honda cars, lawnmowers, and any of that stuff. <clears throat> they do. They do. I don't think it's a killer deal, from what I understand, but they do get get deals and all that stuff. And Villapoto had it in his contract to get. Uh, Four mini bikes a year, or something from Kawasaki for free. It was in the contract. So, hey, if you want to know right. my guys for Hart and Huntington in their contract, they get free tattoos. There you go. Huh. I'm sure Hot Sauce takes advantage of that one. Oh yeah. yeah, he was ramming my guy, dude. Yeah, he was. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hot Sauce <laughs> owes me a, a tattoo. I made a bet with him. Yeah, that's right. Two years ago, 
when he was at Honda that if he didn't get on the box all year, that he has to get a tattoo of my doing anywhere on his body. And he still has to do it. So he, I used to have the original bad boy, and he's getting one. And he's like, yeah, oh, my, awesome. wife, my wife won't let me. I go, quit being a sissy, dude. Just do it. Um, right on. You got anything else, Ben, or is that it? No, that's it, Cat. I'm excited to see my boy Stuart back on the uh, box. Yeah, yeah Stewie. He's got his back. So excited to see him here in a couple weeks. He's uh, he's a lot of points down, but if there's anyone that could do it, uh, it's definitely James Stewart, I think. If it was Tim Ferry, for example, you <laughs> know, I mean, him and Ferry would be the only guys I think that could come back from this. All right, all so, right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ben. Hey, uh, we're gonna have Justin Barsha Barsha on here in a second, uh, but let's uh, let's go to the news. Let's do some news, and we'll probably have to cut this in half. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from DTOSports.com. Breaking news: Tits legendary has motocross news. I love boobs. Tits reads the news. Tits reads the news. That's old news, right? Screw all of you guys. And uh, and with that, we got the BTOSports.com news segment. Uh, tits, what do we got? Uh, you you erased your original news. I did on accident. It was, but you uh, brought it back. Technical glitch. Right. I put it all together in hyperspeed. I hope uh, one of them is Mud Dolphin finds mermaids in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> or Mud oh. Dolphin gets attacked by land sharks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's been he's been kicking a lot of land sharks in, in, sure. uh, in the MGM pool. Is that a beer, land shark? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Or a make-believe no, beer? No, it's a real beer. Yeah. He, he'd never seen it either. Yeah, yeah. it's real. Maybe. Must be an East Coast thing. Maybe. What's up, Tits? What, right. do, what do we got? The first GP. First of all, is this going to make Kenny mad at any of this? Because um, it does seem like the mud dolphin no. is a sore subject. The news is a sore subject with Kenny. He, he'll come around. Well, I don't want to see you guys think the mud dolphin's coming into our town to Las Vegas and taking the shit over. So Five minutes ago, you said I need a mud dolphin shirt. I did. I was going to burn it on the air. <laughs> I was going to burn it on the air. All right, what do we got? Uh, the first GP of the season went down in Bulgaria this weekend. Uh, Clement DeSalle won the MX1 class, and Ken Roxon won the MX2 class. Who? In case you're wondering, Antonio Caroli got ninth. He uh, yeah. injured his knee at some point in time during the weekend. Couldn't ride very well, obviously. How did Roxon do? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. And was that a warm-up race? No, that was first GP. The real race. Oh, that was a, that was a yeah. warm-up? Zach Osborne, X-Brand Goggles, Zach Osborne. America's Great Hope went 6-4. Uh, yeah, he got fourth overall. 6-3. Fourth overall. Yeah, fourth overall. And uh, X-Brand Goggles, Stephen Frassard. Frassard. Second place. Yeah, uh, I believe he tied for the overall. He won the first moto. Oh, okay. So, uh, I Tommy, girl, Tommy Searle got second. Um, MX1. Oh, MX1. Searle got second, MX2. Searle gotcha. did get second. But yeah. Caroli, uh, his, uh, his girlfriend tweeted that he was getting checked up by uh, a doctor in Belgium. This could be serious, so... If Caroli goes out with a knee, dude, opens the field wide open. Desal, Nagel, Saad, Philipparts. Philipparts had a bad weekend too. Hey, what happened to the other American guy on the Husky? He didn't race. He got hurt. Oh, I was wondering lead. that. Yeah. yeah, bummer. The guy who said uh, Europe was a country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, you got problems. Uh, what else? We got tits. All right, the uh, Des Moines, Iowa round of the arena crossed happened this last weekend. I know Kenny's really excited. For for this, but uh, Tyler Bowers won again. <coughs> even though he wrapped it up last week, he you know, extended his points lead even further, which is exciting. Uh, no, Bowers has clinched it, bro. How yeah, could you? How could he you wrapped it up last weekend? Yeah. But what would you, what did you say after that? You said widen the points lead. Yeah. yeah. Which would the, he won, the, so he got more points. It doesn't matter that he widened the, the points lead. The nail in the coffin. All right. Take the nail me. was already driven through the through coffin. the coffin. Thank he you. didn't even have to be there. He, he put in. A hey, but let, nail. let's let's let me just jump from this. Bowers is doing the last three. Supercrosses. What are we thinking, Kenny? 
I think if it's a muddy condition, I think Bowers could do pretty good. He's a big kid. Yeah. Okay. Hart and Huntington Kawasaki? No, he's riding for Alan Brown. Uh, he should be. Alan Brown? Yeah, Brown Motorsports. Over what? there. Brown no, Motorsports. He's riding for his Arena Quest team, isn't he? No, they're Ab- they're Babbitt. They're the Babbitt Motocross team. Yeah. Yeah. So Alan Alan Brown? Brown Motorsports. That's what it says on their shirts. Ty Lube, Alan Brown. Brown Motorsports. If you didn't know. That's not Babbitt's. That's Ty Lube Kawasaki. It's a different team. Dub dub. Are you going to freaking argue with me, Meathead? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Babbitt's Kawasaki yes. sponsors. Ty Loop. Ty Loop. Which, is, Al- which their... is Brown Motorsports. I exactly. get it. And that, their deal is, after Supercross. So you're saying Bowers is going to be under that truck? Yes. My apologies to you, Kenny. Well, you just need to get with the program. And My apologies. So one question I do have is, is totally off subject. How do the Arena Cross do money-wise compared to like Supercross guys? Like, did Tyler Bowers do decently, you think? Uh, I would think the guy who wins does pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I would think uh, he probably gets good championship bonus, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's a full Kawasaki bonus program, I think, of some sort. So, All right, Tits, what else you got? All right. Um, in case anyone was wondering what Weston Pike is going to be doing for the outdoors this year, he was saw just that. signed to the Chaplin Kawasaki performance tuning team. Yeah. Going to yeah, fill I saw in that. for uh, Gavin Grayson. Good job at Weston. He's riding good this year. He's riding well. Um and uh, I just wonder what a, a you know a mid-season bike change will do to the guy from a Yamaha to That's a. That's funny because I called those guys and told them that Blos was available for outdoors. Yeah, I I don't know why they would take Austin or whatever Weston like Weston Pike over yeah. Blos, but who knows? Is Blos looking to do outdoors if he can? Yeah, if he can get a ride. I got a ride from Canada. Do you do? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because they had Gurky, he got hurt. They had Bonnie, and he got hurt. Yeah, he's in for sure. Blos would do well. Yeah, he'll good be outdoor fun. rider, right? Yeah, let's make it happen. Done deal. Pat O'Connor is probably listening, a leading-edge team manager. Blos is your guy. you got to work through the tricky release forms from Hart Huntington. His re- he, he is 100% released after May 7th. <laughs> like I said, tricky release forms. Uh, that'd be good for Blos. Yeah, Blos is a good dude. I don't he, know how much money it is, but it's probably better than nothing. Uh, for sure. <laughs> so, hey, uh, 7 o'clock hour, we're going to go to commercial. We're going to do the news, rest of the news later on. we got to get Justin Barsher on here. Uh, to talk about his uh, dramatic season. So thank you for listening to the Papa Mex show brought to you by BTOsports.com. We will be back in six minutes with Geico Honda's Justin Barsha. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. 
From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Pollen, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. Over four decades, O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker Audio Components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Thank you. 
Yeah, welcome back to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Steve Mathis, Kenny, what's up? You going to put your headset on or no? Don't, don't tell me what to do. Okay, Kenny's not putting his headset on. We got Wes Williams in studio yeah, I'm with us. I'm still here. I'm still here with yeah, my headset. Following on. the rules. Yes. Following the rules. And, uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're going to have Barsha on here right away. 702 586 7857 if you have a question for Geico Honda's Justin Barsha. And let's bring him in, the, uh, the big St. Louis winner. Geico Honda's Justin Barsha. Barsha, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, been a very busy day. I had to do some stuff with DVS. I was at the Honda track from 9 a.m. till 7 o'clock. So wow. it was a long day for sure. Do have to be doing a photo shoot for being there that long, right? Some, something like that? Yeah. Commercial? Photos, videos. Yeah, they got some cool stuff going on. They, uh, they take care of us good, so it's really cool. No doubt. With me on the line or in the studio here is uh, Verb Moto's Wes Williams. Woo-woo. And, uh, and and Kenny Watson. So, um, Kenny, are you going to talk to Barsha or no? When he talks to me. Okay. All right. <laughs> what's I'll up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Bam Bam? <laughs> I, never, I never know if Kenny's going to talk to the guests or not. But, hey, uh, Barsha, St. Louis uh, couldn't have gone any better for you, huh? Yeah, I know, right? It was a crazy right. night. I was just – I knew what I had to do, and I, I mean, it worked out good. You know, that week I actually got to ride twice before the race. I tested some new suspension, and I think it uh, – Definitely made me uh, fly out there on that sweet track. Yeah, yeah. What's sweet? <laughs> what about that uh, that one section that they that claimed Malcolm and they changed it a little bit? Was it pretty sketchy? It looked like it. Yeah, it, it, that was sketchy all night. And then even when they changed it, it was still really sketchy. Like I <laughs> yeah. was lost in the main. I hit it and just ended so hard. So yeah, yeah. it's really sketchy. But yeah. the dirt was awesome there. I have a good time at that place. Yeah, yeah. Really, huh? Have you have you ever ridden West? You haven't, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah, I'm sure. This is your second second year? year, third year, third year. Yeah, second, second year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. You, you yeah. started with the outdoors. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I'm up on your more. Your, I'm a, I'm not a journalist <laughs> like Steve, and I, I'm up on your career you, more than this guy. Use the term journalist lightly, please. <laughs> um, what are you? Right. I'm a mechanic. Shut the hell up, dude. Perhaps you remember summer cross. Uh, <laughs> hey, Justin. Uh, so now you got some time off, though. From uh, a few weeks anyway. So with your injury, what's the plan? Are you going to try to stay off the bike? Yeah, the plan is I'm going to fly home uh, tomorrow and uh, kind of relax a little bit. Definitely do a lot of training off the bike and probably stay off the bike for, you know, at least two weeks, mm-hmm. try to heal this thing up. It's and Honestly, though, it's been feeling a lot better. Like this weekend, I didn't have any pain. I just kind of taped it up and ripped it up. It was good. Yeah. Hey, where, where do you call home at? I call home Florida now. I have a, a little piece of property in uh, Greenville, Florida. It's just kind of in the middle of nowhere. There's a lot of farms and stuff, but it's really cool. So I have where do a you nice fl- outdoor track. Where do you fly in and out of? Um, a little airport called Valdosta. It's actually in really? Georgia. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Two flights a day. So where, Valdosta? Is that what it's called? Valdosta. Valdosta. Yeah, there's like a, yeah, 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 yeah. I know where that is. Yeah, that's like off 75, right, when you're coming down? Yeah, 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 yep, yep. So where you got to go to Atlanta all the time then, right? That's, that's what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, nice layovers in Atlanta always. So that's <laughs> never really fun, but whatever. I think Atlanta has probably one of the top three people watching airport in the in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, my mom told me to yes uh, today. Actually, she was went to Huntington Beach and was people watching. So uh, yeah, everybody everybody people watches. Have you uh, have you ever talked to Justin's mom? She's cool. Yeah, you yeah. know what? The first time I really ever talked to her was. Uh, um, at the, in Jacksonville, like they were going to that thing, uh, that uh, thing for Doctor Augustine. Oh yeah, Augustine. And yeah. she was there, and 
got like like some people were talking like crazy. I didn't know who she was. Yeah. And they were like talking like she was like some other guy around there, like getting talking like gnarly stuff. And she was like laughing, and I was like, "Whoa, who is this lady?" <laughs> and then they're all, "That's Barsha's mom," and I was like, "Cool, that's that's cool." Yeah, um, yeah I, I I hung out with her a little bit in Bercy, and uh, yeah, she's a she's a cool lady for sure. Hey, how much how much did that injury affect you in your in your wrist slash hand? Uh, I don't know if it is wrist or hand or which one it is, but were you not riding during the week when you first did it? Like, were you literally just showing up on Saturday nights? Yeah, um, before this weekend, I probably rode, like, I, I ride, if I'm lucky, I ride once a week, and I pretty much just do starts, so I pretty much wasn't riding. Luckily, I put in a really lot of hard training before the season, and I didn't lose anything, so it's really good. You know what I did notice that I know that helped Barsha 100% yeah. is, and I'm a firm believer in this product, in this guy, is the Allspar Dynamic Wrist Brace. Jeff Brewer. Jeff Brewer. He <laughs> is, on the Hart and and he is... The only sponsor that I've had on my team since day one. He was the, I've known Jeff forever. He used to sponsor the Triple X team back in the day when Deegan rode for it. And I was talking to him a couple, like over the weekend, and I, and I know that you were using the brace. And I, so the connection there had to be from Mike LaRocco, correct? Because he wore that brace. Yeah, very correct, dude. Man, this, <laughs> I, like I tell him every week, and I'm like, buddy, I wouldn't be racing without you right now. And he's That's like, cool. Well, emotional oh, thanks man but seriously that guy's the man he's he saved me uh a lot i probably wouldn't be uh in this championship hunt right now yeah the, i mean if no one knows about the all sport product you guys should just go check it out online they just don't make ankle braces they make every kind of you know s- s- brace that you can imagine and they're just not in motocross like bull riders wear their, their ankle yeah, brace. baseball players hockey players e- everybody yeah. wears their stuff in the in like a lot of guys don't use the product until it's too late like right. they're going to use like what happened to Justin? He broke his wrist, then he started using it. Okay, I can't see a guy yeah. wearing those wrist braces to race if they weren't injured. Yeah. But like the ankle braces, before they had inserts and boots, that was something to wear to prevent you from twisting your ankle. Right. Just stuff like that. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there talking like, maybe you have a good chiropractor, doctor, like I know Navarro works with you, and he was the key, or that's the key. But at least we all know what the key is right now with you saying that you wouldn't be out there without that brace. And I think that's important for people to know. Yeah, exactly, for sure. And uh, like you said, people don't wear it before they get hurt. Right. And I'm like, right now, I'm why I really should wear these things before I get hurt. So I'm going to actually, uh, on my off time right now, I'm going to test out one on the other wrist because <laughs> I think they'll save you a broken wrist for sure. Yeah, yeah robot. Hey, so you think, uh, well, obviously with Vegas coming up, you got a 20-point lead, uh, one more race to go. Is this injury, though, going to heal up where it doesn't affect you outdoors and you're going to be, you know, you're going to be 100% at some point? Or is this going to be something that, nags you all year long do you think yeah and right now only time will tell really i <laughs> yeah. don't know I, i'm i'm hoping it'll heal up and be good i mean it's not a really serious it's just two little breaks but mm-hmm. i think it'll be good i think it'll be good and i'm definitely ready for outdoors and ready to finish up the season i'm excited right right hey um is it just me or, or is it injury or do you seem a little i don't want to use this word because it's gonna I, I sound like a dick but are you a little smarter this year in your riding? Are you a little, say, calmer? Uh, no, that's cool. That's a good word. I like that word right okay. now. Okay. Well, I don't want to be a dick about it, but, yeah. I think I think the injury might have helped me a little bit. Yep. <laughs> What's terrible to say, right? Right. And the injury right. helped <laughs> but, no, I well, think, yeah, I think, I think I've matured a lot as a rider and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, You're just getting older. Right. Yeah, getting older. I don't. I don't like. I don't like getting older, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just noticed a few times. Like for example, the one race that Sipes won. 
there was a little opening there where the Barsha of 2010 maybe takes a run at him, you know. But but you were like, hey, I'm in second. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, just smart riding out there to me, smarter than years past. That's all. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. But, yeah, definitely a little bit smarter, I think. I definitely probably could have took a few guys out and took us both out. So, mm-hmm. I think it's been good this year. You know, I've been smarter racers. Yeah, yeah. I've watched Justin, you know, race last year a little bit and this year. And at the beginning of the year, before he got injured, I wouldn't say you were riding over your head by any means. I just think that you were riding super aggressive and out there to, to make yeah. a statement. But with you, with you staying, you know, maybe with your injury, you backed it down a little bit, and you wouldn't take as many chances. On on my end, um, you know, Ivan has the same thing. Before he's had numerous amount of injuries through the year, and he kept trying to ride at that same pace. But since he tore his ACL in Toronto, he's backed it down. I would say fifteen percent or ten percent, and he's riding he's way better. Better, yeah. Because he's not as he's not taking as many chances, and he's just setting in. Um, and like for this weekend, he got good starts, but he hasn't been able to put the time in during the week and mm-hmm. ride, you know, and train like he wants to. He hasn't trained at all, right. so he knows that he just has to set a pace. And I I see that in you too, where at the beginning of the race, your lap times are just so fast, and you're so fast, and halfway through, you're gonna you know slow down a little bit, but then you you hold it together really well. And then when people come up on you, I noticed this weekend. Um, when Sipes came up on you, you battled back and you didn't ride over your head. You held your line and you rode super, super aggressive, but you didn't take those crazy chances and you ended up dropping him. And I thought that yeah. was ma- major kudos to you for doing that. Yeah, I was stoked on this weekend. Like I was running, I was running good in front, and then Sipes came up on me, made a sick pass on me. Like I was like, man, that was a sick pass. Put me up in the corner, and I fought right back in the next corner and got him. And <laughs> I was like, all right, got to lay down a few good laps and try to get away, and luckily yeah. I did, but it was an awesome race. Hey, you want to uh, take some calls from some uh, listeners here? Oh, wait. Can hey, you, know? you know what? Oh. Uh, this is all i got to say about you and Dean Wilson. I think you two guys are awesome. I know Dean personally. I don't know you that well. I don't get in the middle of all the bullshit. But what I do got to say is this is what makes racing racing and makes it cool to go to the races and watch rivals. Back in the day, you had Bob Hanna versus yeah. you know, yeah. Howerton and Hanna. Then you had you know, Rick Johnson you know, fighting David Bailey. You, know, you had Johnny O'Mara fighting you know, Mark Barnett. There's always that controversy. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, that's your guy. That's your guy. He's your guy. Your guy. You know what? At the end of the day, it's about racing. Yeah, why and does anybody have to be anybody's guy? Exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know, like Dano. Dano works for DVS. Right. Okay. Okay, Dano's got a guy, though. But Dano does <laughs> have a guy, and he alienates everybody else, and Factory Connection's his team. Right. And, I, and that's the way it is. But I'm just saying, most, like, if you're in your position, like Steve, people say, oh, you lick this guy's balls, or I lick this guy's balls. Tedesco's my, you know, right. you know what? At the end of the day, dude, these, it's like, you know what? I like red, you like blue. You know, I like the Raiders, you like the Rams. That's what you're going to pick for. It doesn't mean you don't like that guy as yeah. a person. Well, Justin, there's, there's like, you and Wilson have had some great races, but there's no actual like hatred there, right? It's just two guys who are going fast trying to win. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Well, honestly, like, like you guys I don't are- know. Like, I'm just in the middle of everything, it seems like, always. And he's, <laughs> he, I, he's a racer. I'm a racer. Right. We're both going for the team every weekend. I've honestly never talked to the guy. We yeah, yeah. We give each other a cool eye, and we go out there and bang bars. Yeah. So, I, I, dude, I mean, you know what? Back in the day? Just let you know, Josh Hansen and Josh Grant on the light spike were the same exact way. Yeah. The same exact yeah. thing. And now they're cool. I mean, it's racing. Right. It's ra- Who knows? Someday you guys might be out. Uh, you guys might be sitting next to each other in the same rig someday. Well, Who what, knows? what's funny yeah. is that Wilson and Baggett definitely didn't like each other. And now they're teammates. And a little while ago, I asked Dean about it. And Dean's like, yeah, dude, the guy's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> 
So it's just it's kind of funny. It's, it's a racing incident for sure. Hey, uh, Wes, uh, Verb Moto guy, you've you've seen Justin race, you know, since he's been whatever knee high to a grasshopper. Is it funny now to watch amateurs rev the crap out of their bikes just like Barsha? Because I watched some of those videos, man. It seems like the guys are copping Justin. I don't, dude. I, I don't. I don't, you don't, maybe I don't notice it. Maybe uh, I'm that oblivious to it. Maybe Justin got me that used to it that I right, just don't right. notice it. To I know me, his teammate does. The 21 guy revs that. His oh, side of Wharton. it. Wharton? Yeah, oh, yeah. 21 guy. I feel like Barsha's brought in the rev it to the moon style. <laughs> but congratulations on that, by the way. Yeah. Um, I just watched some uh, videos. Sorry, yeah. sorry all the mechanics out there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's, uh, let's take some calls from some listeners here. We got a few lines on hold. Nate, you on the line? Yeah. What's up, man? You got a question uh, for Barsha? Yeah, I was uh, just wondering. I know uh, Morocco back in like '92, '93 had that wicked wrist, wrist injury with a. Uh, I think it might have been the other wrist, but uh, I didn't know if maybe he gave you some tips or suggested you go get a wrist brace from the same company or anything. I kind of missed out on the part about yeah, Nate, where you're getting your wrist brace from. Nate, you really missed out. Yeah, it's the same one, same company. We covered it. Sorry, bro. Oh man, uh, but I had another question about uh, the Lights Vegas deal. Yep. Um. Is it just like the top twenty guys on both both coasts? Yeah, top twenty are both automatically in. Yeah, the only okay. Top twenty both in, and Justin, this is on my list of questions. We may as well cover it now. Um, it's a little sketchy coming out Vegas heat race as your final main event. I'm glad. I bet you're glad you have that twenty points, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it because Vegas can be very hard and yeah. very slick. Yeah, definitely not out there. Didn't you last year slide out first lap or second lap? Yeah, whole shot. Right. And put on the <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I can see that definitely angering some team managers if they just coat that track with water. Like, that's not cool for a main event. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, wait, the, the yeah. heat race is six no. laps, and that's the main event? No, it's it's 15. That's the main event. Two, east and, and west. And yeah. then they'll go and have a, the. So, they'll race 30 laps out. that night. And, no, the shootout is 10. Oh, okay. The shootout's 10. Uh. So. Um, yeah, I, I, if I was, uh, there's going to be a coin flip too to de- decide east or west first of the night. So, um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Good thing you got 20 points. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, Hey Nate, thanks man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Nash, you there? Gentlemen, what's going on? Gentlemen, how are you? You got a question for Barsha? Yes, I do. I got two solid questions. Barsha, glad things are going well, like you said. Uh, number one question I think everybody wants to know is how many practice bikes do you go through and what type of motor program are you on to rotate those engines in those practice bikes? Uh, well, um, this year I've had uh, one just yet for Supercross, and the motors get swapped out about every one hour. Yeah. Every hour? Wow. <laughs> no, every ten. <laughs> you said every ten hours. Oh, oh ten hours. Okay. All right. Is that normal? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's for, normal. Everybody on our team does the same kind of switch out program, so it, it's good. For but we'll we'll put this in for uh, a big bike, a four fifty. Our our guys do it every twenty hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, make, that makes okay. sense. Um, what else you got, Nash? Oh, I just want to know uh, how's he feeling about nationals, and uh, is he is he excited and revved up and ready to go? Oh yeah, oh sure. I'm all revved up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like better? What do you like better, Justin? Um, Supercross or Nationals? Ah oh, man, that's such a tough question. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm stoked on Supercross. The track's been gnarly this year. It's been crazy, but right. I mean, I grew up in outdoors, so I love it. I think uh, I'm going to go with outdoors. <laughs> all right, yeah, nice. nice to hear. Nice, excellent. Hey, cheers, Justin. Hey, you going to be at Blue Diamond anytime this summer? 
Yeah, maybe. I'd love to take a trip up there, see all my friends and family and stuff. It'd be cool. Nice. Hey, have a good show, guys. Bye. Thanks, Nash. I think Scott Sheik should train him. That'd be awesome. Sheik the should train Marcia? Because his voice just reminds me of Sheiky a little bit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe not sound like a good idea. You're on You're on the straight and narrow. Hey, are you working with Stanton? What's going on there? I heard rumors that that might happen. Have you talked to him? Is anything going on with that? Well, there, there was talk about it and yep. stuff, but uh, I, I didn't really want to change my program during the season. I think me and my dad have a good thing going on right mm-hmm. now. Seems maybe like it. We, maybe we'll do something in the future. I'm not sure yet, though. Yeah, it seems like whatever you were doing is working. You you uh, you haven't been off the box in uh, in any of the races. I think have you got you've got second or first every one, right? Yeah, I've got all yeah. seconds and three firsts. Yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, stick to that. Well, who just whole shot of that? Um, Evan, are you there? Yeah, I'm Attraction here. device works so good What's there. up? What's going on, Evan? You got a question for Barsha? Yeah, I just wanted to call in and just give Justin props on his awesome season that he's had this year. And it's just nice having someone out there that's so fun and exciting to watch and brings the racing back to kind of the old school days, you know. It's just fun seeing someone be aggressive and, like, really want to be on the podium or win races. And uh, I think he kind of takes – too much heat from people saying that he's over overly aggressive or rough. I think it's I think it's fun fun writing writing for the fans to watch. Well there we go, yeah. Yeah, man, and, and, I appreciate that. Yeah, and you guys kind of already touched on it with the revving, but I got a little beef with him with uh over revving uh, his bike because uh, I have a five year old <laughs> that races and uh idolizes Barsha. If you could wear a TiVo out, he would wear my TiVo out every week watching the lights race every <laughs> single day. He's surpassed SpongeBob watching now. All he watches is Justin Barsh's races wow. every day. So he's blowing up his P-Dub? Uh, dude, he's got a KTM 50, and if it had a rev limiter, he would be hitting it over every jump, and I cannot get him to stop because yeah. he says, I'm just riding like Barsha, Dad. Come on. There you go. Yeah, send That's send so the cool. bills to Geico Honda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's pretty much all I want to say, man. You're really fun to watch. It's it's awesome to have you out there, and if you can pull off this championship with your wrist being all jacked up, it's it's going to be awesome. That's what my every time my son crashes too, he's like, Justin Barsha's winning races, Dad, with the broken wrist. I can keep riding. Oh, isn't that <laughs> sweet? All right, thanks, Evan. Okay, yeah, see you guys. All right, thank you, man. Uh wow, that guy's a big fan, dude. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked this year. The fans have been so good. Like, you know, you always have those haters that there's, you know, there's gonna be haters no matter what. But right. the fans have been this year. Hey, mud, mud, mud dolphin or dirt shark? Do you have a preference? Oh man, I can't say that. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right. I, don't, I I like I. Honestly, dirt shark's cool. I'm cool with dirt shark. Yep. You know what? The cool guy. But the mud dolphin. His suit is sick. All right. Okay. All right. Kenny, Kenny <laughs> just got mad at you. Um, I take back everything I said about you, cool, dude. You're an idiot. Go hang yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, Barsha, dude. What's your like? Give me, give me your your. Everybody has their program and their guys that help them get to where they're at every week, like under their umbrella. Like, who do you have in your corner that you go to the races? Like, you go, okay, this guy. I need this guy there every week. Like, do you have, you know, it's your mom, your dad, that's your support group, you know, and then you have, you know, you have Mike there, your team manager, and then you have Darren there, and you have your mechanic there. I mean, is that all you have in your corner? 
Is that what you depend well, on? You know, I always have my team, and you know, I definitely always have my mom and dad, and then you know, Doctor Navarro, <laughs> Doctor Feelgood over there. He's uh, been on my side since day one, and I really like the guy. He's a great guy. Fixes me up, tapes my wrist, just keeps me out there. And I have my great buddy um, Pablo. He's from New York, and he comes almost every race. He pays out of his own pocket. Like he doesn't ask me to do anything for him. Well, that's he just cool. comes and hangs out. He's definitely great for me too. So I that's mean, awesome. that's pretty much my crew. Yeah, I don't like. I just don't like Navarro when he tells everybody on Twitter that I, I swing from Wilson's nutsack. So other than that, me yeah. and Navarro are cool. Yeah. yeah, I know. I heard that, and me, me and Buddy talked about it. And we, I'm going to apologize for for that. I'm, we're sorry. We we don't want no beef. No, no, it's not you, Barsha. It's Navarro. I like Navarro. I just, I mean, he didn't even address me on Twitter, so I thought it was kind of kind of bullcrap. Because if he addresses me, then it's just busted my balls. But if he's telling other people without me knowing, then I think that's kind of hey. Do you pay? Stupid. Do you, do you have that guy on a retainer? Do you pay Navarro to be there just for you, or is he there working on other guys too? No, he's uh, he's there working on pretty much whoever he wants to. You know, I don't have him on a payroll or anything. Okay, but uh, so that's pretty much it with right, us. Let's go to a yeah, few more. Cool. Let's go. To, how much time you got, Justin? You got some take take some more calls. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. Are we uh, being okay right now? Are you okay with the, what's going on right now? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm all good. All right, that's hey, what I'd like to hear, buddy. Hey, John, uh, you're on the line with Justin Barsha. You got a question for him? Yeah, wanted to know uh, what what's his diet like? <laughs> what's your diet well, like, Barsha? What's, what's my diet like? My diet's like uh, at an organic food store in Tallahassee, Florida, and I eat organic food. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, organic food. Organic? So you used to work with Rhino then, obviously. <laughs> no, no. I've uh, never really had uh, my own trainer, so I kind of just do everything on my own. And organic food, you know, my mom's big into organic food. So I can, I can tell. Your hips need to be unlocked for hey, sure. Hey, you, know you know what I did notice this weekend? And I was walking by talking about trainers and, and riding guys. I seen someone talking to you. What, what were you and Sorby talking about this weekend? I seen them. Oh God, what could they be talking? I, I don't know. I don't know. Sorby's looking for a new deal or oh, what, a trainer. What, what, <laughs> trainer. Oh, you guys are messed up. Come on now. What uh, happened? Sorby, me and Sorby. Uh, you know, Sorby was in Bercy and he helped me out a lot there. And we're just good buds. He he's really nice to me. He treats me well. And uh, you know, he's just a. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I believe not everybody likes him, but I like him a lot. So that's ah, a, so you can't say what went down, what the conversation was about. Oh no, I can. He was just. Uh, no, I guess I can't actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, he's cool. He just like it. Just we talk. We're buddies. All right, we'll talk. let it go. We'll let it go at that. We'll let you off the hook on uh, that one, bud. Sorby's. I like Sorby. Sorby's cool. Sorby's down. Hey, dude. Anthony, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for listening. You got a question for Justin Barsha? Um, actually, not so much a question for Barsha. I do some uh, race reports for the Arena Cross stuff. I heard you guys talking about the money and dollars and all that. Yeah. Figured I'd chime in. Um, I know that Bowers was on a deal, and from what I hear from a pretty reliable source, he's getting upwards of six figures. But there we I mean, go. he's All he's right. making out really well. All right. But as far as like the other guys, I know Ames. Ames hasn't been. He doesn't. He doesn't get a ton, but All they right. do all right. Not, Not near as good as the Supercross guys yeah. as they should for the work they put in. But all right. Thanks for calling, bud. Uh, yeah. Well, what else you got? I heard. I heard the Scott Sheik name come out right. I was at Area 51 in uh, New York this week. Barsha might be familiar with that for the area qualifier, and uh, saw this saw this dude ripping on this Kawasaki, and I was like, he's so smooth, whatever. In the A practice, 
and looked up the results just, just a little bit ago, and it was Scott Sheik. So. Wow. There you go, Kenny. You're oh, iron. Yeah. Iron was, Sheik. The iron Sheik is back. It. Right on. Thanks, Anthony. Yep, yep. Have a good one. All right. Who knew uh, Tyler Bowers made upwards of six figures? Well, Barsha, you can always yeah. go. You always go arena cross if it isn't working out. Um, well, I guess I'm going arena cross next year for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, dude. Sign I think you, you make that much money when you win a championship. Yeah, I think you got to do pretty good. Um, Jesse, you there? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. This is Justin in Houston. We called in earlier. Uh, we were talking about how Reed was a punk bitch earlier in the year, and uh, well, he's just going to take that statement back because he's not really that big of a punk, but. Anyway, uh, what we were going to ask Barsha was, uh, we think he looks like that dude off Scooby-Doo. And we were Shaggy? curious what his name was. Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's out. Yeah, I've heard right, that a few times. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Thanks for calling in. That's awesome. Hey, you know what I think? <laughs> uh, I think every rider should have their own identity, and you could be and look and act however you want. Right. Because if everybody looked the same, act the same, and said the same thing on the podium, it'd be really, 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 really boring. My you, tires work good. You'd be Ryan Dungey. That's what you'd be. I'm not saying that. I support. I, I back Ryan Dungey, but I'm just saying, you know, Barsha. I'm just saying. I like Barsha's. Like, he has his own little image thing going on, and I think it's cool. When Tyler Evans raced, he wasn't the best guy, but he had a big following because of his image. LaRocco, when he raced, he was like the iron, you know, he had his thing. Everyone, Wyndham has his thing. It's cool. I think it's totally, totally cool when he does what he does. People can hate on him. Oh, cut your hair, shave your must, shave your beard, do it. Who cares? That's what. That's what. We're going to be best friends, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope so. Always a, there may be a ride for you at Hart and Hart. As, Hart as long as you don't lose the, uh, your love for Mud Dolphin, man, that's cool. Yeah. Wes, I, I, I do have a legitimate question since the one guy didn't even ask you a question. Just talked about Arena Cross. Um, talking about outdoors, we've got Marvin Muskin, and we filmed with him the other day. What's what's your thoughts on uh, on the Frenchie coming over here and racing racing in your class? These colors yeah. don't run, Barsha. The Frenchies always come over, and, uh, you know, they're good riders. You know, they come over here, they try to win, they, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. I don't really know about that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they want to come over and race the best guys, and I think it's good, you know. We'll just, we, we'll battle it out, you know, as whoever it is. It don't matter if they're from America or wherever. It's hey, hot. you know what I think? I think they're super fast, but they smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, I mean, more legitimately, I wasn't making fun of his nationality, but uh, are you nervous on his speed or uh, his confidence after winning the two world championships? Man, I thought you knew me better than this. Come on, Hey, come, hey, come I'm just trying to be a journalist here, Bo. Okay? You're being, you're being a journalist right now. No. Come on. Come I'm, on. I'm not scared of anybody. <laughs> like, I mean, people think, oh, you're scared. I'm not scared, man. I just race my dirt bike. I try to win. I try to have fun. That's, That's all awesome. I do. Yeah, I don't think Barsha, like, to me, riding out there, I don't think you're intimidated by much you know what i mean um i think barsha's gonna race of a guy it doesn't matter where they're from in the world you know i take well you know the, yeah. the guys from french yeah what france you know if they're from france or they're from norway they're from iceland if they're from freaking anaheim california yeah. who cares they're all gonna line up and their the gate's gonna fall and let's go race i, I don't think any body from iceland could do that hey of, justin uh um, maybe how has uh how's things with Wyndham? what what has he helped you with what do you talk to him about what's it like riding on the same team as him yeah, Kevin's awesome guy. Uh, actually, recently we've kind of became buddies a little bit. He's just a cool guy, and he has great pointers for me. Like every weekend, just after the race, he's like, "Man, I seen this, and I think you can do this," mm-hmm. or something. Just little things. He's he's has a ton of experience, and he you know he's a great guy, funny to joke around with. I, I like hanging out with him. He's cool. Hey, were you there back in the truck after he hit his nards and he had a discharge coming out of it? Um. Yes, he told me his tenders were okay. very swollen. So that's <laughs> <one>. <laughs> he says something like poo came out of his wiener. What? Uh-uh. Yeah. 
didn't hear that one, but... Because uh, no, Ivan hit his nuts, too, in practice, and they were both hitting their jewels. And they were, and yeah. they were talking about it. That's the only reason oh, I know. It's not like terrible. But obviously, it didn't matter. The kid, would the guy get six this weekend? He rode awesome. Yeah, he rode good. Um, Eric, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? Thank you for uh, listening. You had a question for Justin Barsha? Yeah, uh, for Justin, hey, you know, you look up at the 450 class, and can you can you gauge and see if you know to see if you know where you fit into the 450 class as far as you know, are you fast enough to keep up with you know the top five in the 450 class right now? Uh, well, I don't know. You know, those guys, those guys are really sick. Uh, it's just hard to tell. You know, I really like a 450. I ride it every once in a while at home. I think I would do all right. You know, I would. I would hope I would be in the battle, but. Yeah, you know, it's probably really hard to say. Those guys just look it up. Eric, oh, Eric, you wrote it. You guys, you, this guy's fast. Eric, he wrote it pretty good at Bercy. I'll tell you that. And I, mean, I think no, uh, dude, he's, this guy's fast, dude. What do you think would hit with, with Trey? Trey, Trey rode the the two fifty F, and he jumped in. And I think Barsha's probably much at the same level as as Trey right now. And yeah, you, and, you see and, what you Trey know, did Barsha's last year. Turns are fast. I mean, they, dude, this guy's fast. He's fast. There's no way around it, Eric. Yeah, yeah he's fast. But I'll tell you one thing. I don't think. Uh, Justin Barsha's going to be able to ride a 450 like he rides a 250. He's going to have to learn how to ride it a little different because he would yeah, be an yeah. animal on that 450 if he rode it like the 250. <laughs> compare him to James, dude. You can't compare, compare no one to James Stewart. Wow. Except for Ferry, but he's retired, so we can't, we can't go there. But, uh, well, who's the next best guy coming up then? I'd have to say you're talking to him on the phone. I, yeah, I think it's Justin Barsha. Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. But you can't compare uh, him to James Stewart. I don't know, man. There's nobody as aggressive as Barsha right now. There we go. All er- right. Eric's big fan. Big fan. Right on. All right. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Brock. Brock. Hey, uh, uh, Justin, what's it like uh, uh, being from New York? Do you, do you, uh, did you look up for any local guys or did you? Did you Scott Sheik. Was there? I think Sheik's <laughs> before his time. That sucks. You know what? <laughs> that means really? we're getting old. I really, I don't know who I looked up to when I was little, kind of. I just uh-huh. kind of did my thing. I really never, I never really looked up to anybody besides, like, the top guys, like Ricky Carmichael, Kevin, James, you know, all those guys. Like, watching right. James on a once off two-stroke at uh, Broom Tioga when I was 10 years old, I was like, man, I want to be like that guy one day. I want to yeah. I want to do all this stuff. And I'm, I'm in this situation now where I'm winning a championship, and I'm like, wow, when I was 10 years old at Unadilla watching these guys, I, yeah. I would never be here. And I'm here now, and it's like you just think about it some days, and you're like, wow. Uh, funny, crazy. funny story from Bercy. I was talking to Justin. And I'm like, dude, before the last night, I'm like, you could win the King of Bercy, and he's like, yeah, maybe. You know, I'm like, man, that would be so cool to have on a resume. I'm like, you know, RJ, Bale, Stanton, they've all won the King of Bercy. And Bullivant. Barsha goes to me, yeah, if you say those guys are fast. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't even know who they were. I, I, awesome. almost, I almost wanted to just shoot myself because I'm just like, oh, yeah, I dated myself there a little bit. Uh, uh, you just don't realize it. But, no, it was cool for you to win that thing. I mean, King of Bercy, man, that's, uh, you know, all the legends have done it. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I really had a good experience there, and I, hopefully they'll have me back again this year try to defend my title. What's it like having uh, thirteen or 14,000 people just boo you too? That's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't so awesome. <laughs> no, I know. That that was crazy. Uh, they got into it with a French rider. He got Dude, into it with a French rider. Dude, I guarantee you, Barsha, if I ever went there and I just said, yeah, I'm going to go and I hung out with you, we would get stoned. <laughs> no, Me I think- and you. I couldn't even <laughs> – I wouldn't even be able to make it to the track. That would be like in the hospital with Brock. I think Sorby had his back. Sorby helped him out with that. 
<laughs> um, oh, he made a different kind of stoned. Uh, yeah, that was that was funny, but yeah, that was just good arena cross racing, you know. Um, hey, man, well, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, we kept you long enough. We got a few people on hold, but they're gonna have to uh, go hang wait themselves. For no- go hang themselves while we uh, while we let you go, Barsha. Thank you for coming on, yeah. And, and, and yeah, good luck. Uh, got a couple weeks off, and we'll see you in Vegas. Good luck with that. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. I had a great time, and I'm sure I'll be back on soon again. And, uh, yeah, have a good few weeks off. Right on, man. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Justin Barsha, Geico Honda's Justin Barsha uh, on the Pulp Show presented by BTOsports.com. Hey, one thing I forgot to tell you guys was this 7 o'clock hour, although it's 7.39, 7 o'clock hour is brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, the choice of Michael Alessi, Chisholm, Hahn, Josh Strang, you name it, Alessi. They've all wear Stephen Frossard, Zach Osborne, Michael Lieb, they all wear X-Brand goggles. Check them out online, thexbrand.com. JGRMX, one of the top teams in the pits. Riders like Brayton, Millsaps, amateur sensation Cooper Webb also relies on JGRMX for motor and suspension mods. Um, please check them out at jgrmx.com, and you can get the same motor and suspension dyno, same motor and suspension work that they got with all the latest dynos. FMF Racing, pipe of choice for teams like Monster Kawasaki, JGRMX, you name it. They, uh, they supply them. They've been around forever. I don't got to go on about FMF. And uh, they're sponsoring the show as well. So thanks to those guys. Check them out on Facebook, on Twitter. Everything's made in the USA, FMF Racing, and also BTO Sports. Always BTO Sports. Free international shipping for any order over $7.99. Check them out online. Punch in the code Mathis and uh, save, save yourself some money. Um, good guys down at BTO Sports. Hey, uh, Tits, can yes, we sir. finish the news? What else we got? Uh, we got a couple things. We got um, reader questions? We, we got one more news segment, and then we got some reader questions. All right. Hey, you've been better this week, by the way. Thank Good job you. tonight. I told you I would. Yeah, I'll just see the dedication. See, the problem with Tits, Wes, we, uh, he asked to be paid in advance about four weeks ago. Uh, um, for the whole year. For an entire year. Oh, for the entire year. Oh, okay. I, I was going to ask you afterwards. Now's and so, probably a good time. Uh, can I have the next 10 years pay? I got to buy a car. So we hey, pay yeah, about that. When, when do I get my check for coming in tonight? We pay you a job. <laughs> Land shark beer. If people don't know, Steve is eating right now. Yeah, it's kind of hey, jacked up. I, why, why, she brought us cookies. I know. It's my wife. Wow. Actually, my mom is Amazing. baking. My mom is here from Canada. She's baking. Oh. So we gave him and a year's pay. Know, that's the woman that hates me. Ahead of time. And he bought an iPad, too, because he wanted it so bad. But then, ever since paying him in full, Wes, his attention span has sort of dropped. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. I mean, yeah. wow. But- yeah. You made a bad business decision. <laughs> Terrible. I can't, I can't believe it. But, yeah, so last week Tits had, had a little talk. Why are we even talking about Tits? What's up, Tits? What's with the news? Come on, bring it. Tits, what's the news? Is that, is that a call? Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, he's, he's not even paying attention. Yeah, he's not. I'm sorry. Is that a call? Uh, yeah, they didn't answer, so I just put it on hold. Papa Mech Show, who's this? Hello? Hello. Hello. Is this the Mud Shark? Hello. Church Shark? Hello? Shark twice if you're in Hawaii. <laughs> All right, what do we got? All right, uh, the AMA tore down the KTM 350s at Dallas two weeks ago. I'm assuming they didn't find anything about it since we didn't hear anything in the news. You know anything about that? I know they tore it down and there was nothing wrong. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I've been telling you, Kenny, that 350 is the answer. Yes, it is. Hole shotting, Andrew Short, Michael Lessie. Ken Roxon, there was three KTM 350s in the main event at Daytona. Yeah. In the top ten. How crazy is that? Yeah, there was one race where there – and Ty Simmons was in one. There was four. And was there, there four? was only like two Suzuki's or two Yamaha. It, it, 
Oh. It's like the second highest. Uh, how, how, how's the uh, turnout in amateurs for that thing? I, I don't I mean, think very good. No? no, not that many. Nobody, no top guys. I so. can't even tell you anybody riding one. Your guys behind you are saying no. I'm, no. I'm going to. Do they have a? Do they have any kind of amateur? Well, I know they do. They have a. Uh, they have amateur teams because. Uh, yeah, they definitely have an amateur team. Sleater does it. Yep. My my friend's kid Connor, uh, Mumford yep. rides for him. Carson. Carson, sorry, Carson, Carson Mumford. I think the. KTM amateur program took a big hit when the Whartons left, huh? Like yeah, first well, they signed I mean, them. Well, see, the Whartons were winning nope. every title in the book. I mean, there was a time. And Steen Anderson? Anderson? Yep. That's, yeah, like that, they got guys, real good guys, and then just lost more. Well, I mean, on, when Tyler and Blake Wharton were on there, uh, mm-hmm. Tyler's winning, or Blake was winning 65, 85, 450B, 250B, schoolboy. Right. I mean, he was bringing home 85 titles a week, uh, a week at Ponca, yeah. so. Yeah, I don't think they've ever done nearly as good since then. Tits. Tits. Yeah, I, I did. You should revoke his pay. Have him pay you now. Mm-hmm. I should. Sorry. Um, should we take this call? Yeah, it's O'Rourke. O'Rourke from Australia. Mathis, Watson, Dub Dub. Tits, how are you? What's up? Hey, thanks for calling all the way from Australia. Hey, DMXF callers from Australia ever? I, I know. Exactly. No. Tell him to suck it. Tell Isaiah to suck it. <laughs> What's up, O'Rourke? I, I thought I'd uh, interrupt Tits's news segment. Uh, I think I've interrupted it with some um, some Aussie Supercross news that you oh, guys might like. Oh, shit. oh bring God! It, oh it. my God! We've been bring waiting it. for I'm this on the call. Edge of my seat. Let's hear oh, it. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, the Australian SX the Supercross Championship. The promoters have uh, gone into liquidation, which basically means they've gone into bankruptcy proceedings. Oh wow! Actually, that is some news, O'Rourke. Yeah, so it only happened in the last week. The the uh, Motorcycling Australia, which is equivalent to your MA, uh, unfortunately released some notes on their website, which was a was from a meeting they had that they weren't supposed to release, and uh, and they released a whole lot of information that people weren't supposed to see. And uh, one of them was that the Super Cross promoters, Super X, have gone into administration and they've severed all of their ties with Chad Reed. Oh wow! So it looks like our, our big flashy. Supercross series will uh, will be no more, unfortunately. Yeah, that sucks. That thing was pretty cool. That Either cool. that, or they'll, they'll scale it down into a small, smaller regional series, like they used to do inside of like tennis courts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I I know something was up because Reed made some comments this past series about I don't know what those guys are going doing, and those guys can do what they want. Really, really led me to believe that there were some problems between Reed and his partners or guys. And he never really wanted to talk about it, but you could tell Han- something was up. Poor Hanson. Oh, can't yeah, Hanson can't, can't defend his title. One thing I never understood about the Australian series, they didn't let people come in and do video. They tried to take the failed aspect of it. And just, oh, they did? Like, not really like let people come in and, and do the whole media thing. And Maybe that's why they're going away, because yeah. they shot themselves. Do you think the Hanson will go down and defend his title as the lady killer of Australia? Should, <laughs> I would. Thinking no, that is definitely one dirt, dirt Shark video that I was very, very pumped on. Exactly. We'll see. I've heard some rumors that um, that Hanson might be making guest appearance in our motocross nationals this year at some stage. Well, when wow. you got that much ass lined up, why not? Yeah, you got to get there. Like it's like when I go to Canada. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Um, he's got to pay. the alimony over here. He has all those bills. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good God, can you imagine the chicks that he slayed? Him and uh, the doc and and everybody else. Um, right on, O'Rourke. Thanks for the thanks for the news. I have one one question for you guys. Um, there's been a lot of talk in the last week about Porcel getting ready for the nationals, and 
And I, did I miss a press release or, or has he got some team lined up? I don't know. No. How does this guy get a right for the, he's preparing for the Nationals without a ride? Uh, you're exactly right. I talked to Mitch at length about this at uh, at Dallas. I didn't go to St. Louis. Kenny, did you miss me? You weren't there? No. Oh, I didn't even know. Thanks, jerk. Um, uh, I talked to Mitch at length, and he, he said he's prepared to help Purcell for the Nationals on whatever bike he wants, but he really doesn't want to because he's going to have to write a check out of his pocket. And he hopes Purcell gets a ride. But he said, you know what? He said, if he has no ride, it's a shame that that kid can't go out and, and race a dirt bike. And he'll he's prepared to put him in a box fan or – because there's no way he's under the tent with Cowie and all that whole de- deal. So he's prepared to put him in a box fan or put him somewhere and, and, and help him out. But I don't think he wants to. Cost some money. No. That's so. good to hear. I mean, that, guy, that guy's a talent, and I think he's, he is. he's going away. But – I, I don't. I find it strange that there's lots of people talking about his nationals campaign, and I'm like, the right, guy right. doesn't even have a truck well, or, or he, a bike or anything. His agent's telling people he'll be there. He's telling people he'll be there. Um, there's talk behind the scenes. Anything you heard? Anything, Kenny? I mean, no. Hart Huntington, Kawasaki, not going to sign him. No, for outdoors. Uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, Kenny'd be so bummed if Hart came to him and said, "Kenny, you got to do outdoors." It's not me. I know Hart wouldn't sign the guy. Just not because of him. Because we're not going to go put right. that effort into it. Right. We're not. I mean, Kenny doing. Doing outdoors with a European. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, you know what? At the end of the day, if that's what had to happen, that's what have to happen. But our whole program isn't—we're not going to go do outdoors. Um, it looks yeah, like at all. Sound drop. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about. When I, I just to... want to know why, if I can, I can ring twenty thousand miles from Australia and have a better phone connection than has been. What's with that? Dude, I know. No, I know. Has been. I don't know what he's talking out of. He, we asked him one time. He said it was the tall buildings in Manhattan. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's um, kind of funny. When I talk to Donald, he has, his his reception's perfect. Who? Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, O'Rourke, when are you going to uh, go to the next race and give me a report on Pulp MX? Uh, well, I've, I was. I don't want to throw at Dan Dunes and not attend the race I'm reporting on. So yeah, do not. Uh, mid, mid-June, there's a there's a brand new track. Mid-June. In uh, called Mid-June. Joanna Tracks. Apparently, it's a. It's a U.S. style uh, AMA motocross circuit, so O'Rourke. I need to go and check it out. O'Rourke, yeah, it's April, and you're telling me in mid June you're going to go report on a race? Yeah, well, we have, dude. I don't have no expense account. I'm not flying all over Australia to the races. Sounds like a hard life, dude. Hop on a kangaroo and 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 go down the road to a, to a Barbie. And I'm still waiting for my iPad too. Oh, yeah, we got to get you that. That's yeah, right. Tits, yeah, give him your iPad. No, hey, O'Rourke, next time you go to the race, go by Daniel McCoy and tell him that I said what's up because that's the only guy that I really know over there. The DMC is riding the factory Suzuki lights bike in the MX Nationals here this year, and he's going okay, but he's a big dude for a lights bike, I think. Go, go, buy a, go buy and ask Matt Moss what the hell happened when he was here. Hey, hey, if you read my observations, Matt Moss is killing it. I know, no, I did. Deal with a vengeance. Hey, did he bring that girl with him from America over there? She's hot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's there, huh? <laughs> she was the, one of the monster chicks. Oh, yeah, and she just took yeah, a lot. She's, she's an Aussie chick, and she got oh, to she the is? U.S. to do it, be a monster girl and then come back here. Oh, well, wasn't she dating Josh Grant then or something? I thought somebody was dating an Aussie monster chick over here, another rider, American rider. I can't keep up with them all, but yeah. Josh Grant yeah, Josh, has a Josh No, 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 but this is years ago. She's a monster chick as well, but this, this other girl is Matt Moss's girl, and she's, uh, she's, an, Austra- she's an Australian. And, God, and, I, feel, uh, I feel sorry for that girl. Why? 
She has to, she has, to, she, well, you obviously don't know about Mass Mo Matt Moss. He's very well endowed, very well. And, mm -hmm. uh, like I, Factory I, Phil? Yeah, and I just feel sorry for her because she probably okay. has a set of how, ice packs. How do you know these things, But the package size of other dudes? That, it, honestly, it goes right. I, I, the problem is I know that too. I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, well, Dub Dub knows I it. I don't know, man. It's weird. I, I've had people ask me the same question, and I feel so <laughs> gay, but it's like I don't, you hear people talk about it. And yeah, I'm, those I'm, of us that have it, we don't. We talk a little I've bit I've never about seen it. the thing, but I, I, uh, there's a guy on my team that was teammates with him that he, he likes to show it off. And, yeah, you know, I think that's the thing. When another guy says, dude, that guy's packing. That guy's got some, a hammer. That guy's yeah. packing some heat. And that's why Josh Hansen's out there freaking uh -huh. lining it up. Well, yeah. All right, O'Rourke. Thanks, man. No worries, guys. You have a good night. Thanks for calling, bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll be at a race in mid-June, everybody. So make sure you get on the edge of the seats for that. Mid-June. Hey, Tits, what else we got? Let's finish this thing off. All right, uh, reader questions. Uh, Semi-Pro has a theory that he wants to run past you. Me or Kenny? Uh, either. All, all parties involved. Or Dub Dub. All, all parties I'll involved. I'll take a professional okay. opinion. He, he thinks that Villapoto isn't – some people say that he's just riding smart and taking it easy, but he thinks Villapoto just isn't as fast as he once was. He wants your opinion on it. Yeah, I think he's, he's as fast. He just hasn't – when's he got to start? When's he got up there, you know? He hasn't had that chance. What do you think, Kenny? I mean, he can still run away with this thing. Hasn't he won more races than anybody? This yeah, season? I know. This is this is <laughs> Tits' audience here. This is Tits' friends. Hey, they're your audience. <laughs> this is your show. Don't you forget it. Take that I iPad do. and poop on it. <laughs> hey, um, who's the points leader right now? Ryan Villapoto. End of story. Next yeah. question. Yeah. Those cookies were good. Yeah. <laughs> It's very I felt like I was smacking. It's really rude to eat. I feel it's really rude to eat on the air. You're How many more of those are you going to get tonight? With a big glass of milk. None of your business. <laughs> I got to get an elliptical when I <laughs> when this show's over. <laughs> Things been freaking killing me. Are you buying a treadmill? Yeah. When? You can just give it to me for the money that you owe me from doing this show. Uh, you got me bum, there. Bum, bum. Go ahead, Tits. What do we got? All right, uh, reader Rye Tanner wants to know if Stewart races the outdoors this year, would he be considered the favorite? Dude, where are these people coming up with these <laughs> well, questions? Last, last season, of course he, he would. Raced. He'd be one of the favorites. There's going to be not, about five not, favorites. Yeah, one of. Not one of. He one wants of. to know if the favorite. <laughs> what do you think, Dub Dub? The favorite or no? No, I wouldn't say so. Nope. With him being out of the Nationals for so long, I, I wouldn't say so. The RV? Last no, because RV's, RV's been out. Season. Okay. RV's never done so a Dungey's say, your favorite. I would say Probably. the guy that has the number one plate. He won it last year. Yeah. Dethrone okay. him, and then then like, then you're the favorite. He just got mad because they thought that was a dumb <laughs> and question, and, 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 and then he says the number one is his favorite. I'm not saying. I said the number one guy should be the favorite. Yeah. but So whatever. that question was legit. Should be. No, I think they're all I think they're all equal. I, I Man, I think James is going outdoors. I hear that there's some outdoor testing being scheduled. I think he is well, going outdoors. Is he outdoors. committed to the first four? I don't think he's committed to anything, oh, okay. as far as I know. But I think he is going outdoors. And, man, him, Dungey. Filippoto. What about Trey? Alessi. Trey. What do you throw? You're throwing Alessi in the mix? I think Alessi's a – I think so, I think too. Alessi's a uh, – yeah. I think he's Alessi's up there, man. outdoors, isn't he? What about Josh Grant? I don't know. Josh Grant, Eric Heo said not till uh, high point or – Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Not coming out of Hangtown. Rough year for Grant. He only has a one-year deal. Year. I, that's what I was just going to say. He's got a one-year deal. So he comes out and either, like, goes balls to the walls to try to make a point so he can get a contract or – Perhaps he crashes. I don't know. It's going to be tough for Josh Grant, no doubt about it. Okay. If Stewart does, will Mookie ride for JS7, and will he be on a 450 for 
for his rookie season. I don't know. I think Mookie's there for the year. Yeah, I, I think, agree. But I think uh, in 2012, Mookie's on James' team, okay. without a doubt. Mookie's good. Did yeah. you? Hey, you're amateur Jesus. Okay. Do you have any idea <laughs> that, that? Mookie like that. was this good? Did you think you'd be this good, this talented? Man, he's always been fast, but he's never been the guy that's always put in the work and, and come uh-huh. to the races just swinging. So, I mean, it's he's always been fast, and at the four-lap races, he'd be all right. But Loretta's, I think he always struggled yeah. a bit. But I think he still won a title or two at Loretta's. Uh-huh. So he's always been fast. I just don't think his head was ever in it like James right. James was. So obviously over the past two, three years, he probably said, hell, what am I going to do with he's my life? He's been hurt too, right, in amateurs? He got hurt? Yeah, like, but yeah. Not, a, not a ton, not, though. Oh, okay. I mean, I'd definitely say somebody like Treadle or Barsha got hurt way more than I ever knew uh, Malcolm right. was. Oh, okay, so, all right. Um, I think Malcolm just had other interests. Who's the one guy in recent years that you thought would make a better pro than what he what he has turned out to? This is hard, man, because I'm really good friends. No with one him. listens I, to the show. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, it's just us. I mean, honestly, I'm pretty bummed about uh, Jason Anderson this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't Thought know. Thought Anderson would be better? Yeah, I definitely think he should have done better. And uh, PJ Larson's always been my boy. And I thought when he went pro a few years back, he's going to mm-hmm. make more of an impact. And granted, he did go to Australia and win some titles. Right. Badass. Yeah, uh, but that's but not he what came he wanted out, to do. The, let's face it. At the beginning it. of the East Coast, he came out swinging. He did. One of the fastest lap times. And he, uh, right. he, never, okay, he so. never put it on the box. So. What's a guy that's done more in the pros than you could imagine as an amateur? You know, somebody who wasn't that hot as an amateur. It was good, but wasn't that hot that got better. Like Canard, maybe? Or, you know? I don't know. Baggett, Baggett the last Baggett? year. Baggett's all, he was always super fast. And then that last year as a pro, he always got mad at as us an for saying this. But he never, like, killed it in the pro class against Barsha and them. And then he came in um, last year, he's super fast. And this year, he's obviously proved that he's uh, a title threat. When he stays up, okay. So, 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 Baggett's doing better than you thought. Uh, I, I so you hate, that might be pushing. You it. hate Jason Anderson. <laughs> no, uh, okay. my guy. You want to hear who my guy is? Who I'm yeah, surprised please. to see how good he is. Please, Kenny. Is um, I know you follow the amateur Tomac. Sorry. Tomac. Yeah. Did you, well if you didn't keep, last year at uh, uh, Lake Whitney, he came out and just decimated everybody. Anderson and him were supposed to be like the two guys, and he mm-hmm. was like. Three sec- he, he came out to Lake Whitney and somehow had three seconds a lap on everybody. Wow. And it was just right then you were like, holy shit, Tomac's yep. got this. And, and then sure and enough, he – Boggle, Bogle, Bogle, yeah. Bogle is on the same program that Kennard and – or maybe or, not Kennard, but uh, the Geico program. He's on Barsha. Yeah, Kennard was on it too. Tomac. Okay. Tomac, He's on that program? Horton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he hasn't been nearly as dominant. I mean, he definitely swapped wins with a bunch of other guys uh, in right. Texas okay. in March. So. All right. He definitely isn't a standout, but I mean his style is definitely uh, bar none one of the best. He definitely looks Does damn he? good on a bike. Yeah, with, without a thumb. No, that's Jesse Nelson. I get. I gotta get this. Jesse I gotta Nelson get this straight when they bike. hit the pros, and I become. And then they get mad at me for writing <laughs> bad things. Dude, on his pants, I already see the butt patch. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, uh, what else we got? Tits. All right, elite KTM. KTM. The deal box sitting in the middle of the race when a Reed hit it. Uh, did you see that? Did you see what happened? I, I only watched TV. I wasn't at St. Louis. Did you see what happened? Can you tell us, Kenny, or no? Someone, I mean, we saw Reed hit it, but what, what happened was, uh, I want to say, maybe. I want to say, pull the mic a little I closer. I want to say it was maybe Dungy or one of those guys in front. It did it on purpose? Came over the finish line, <laughs> and their, the lanes were right next to each other. And yeah. went outside and clipped it, and it just flew over. Shot it into the other lane? Yeah, and they didn't have enough time to get it because there, none of the track workers were in that area. They were all the way over by the tower, and they couldn't run across the track because there was traffic going through. But I thought that they should have had a yellow flag out there. 
Well, did, that, that's what we looked at on TV. Were, were the red lights not flashing? They weren't red lights. They were yellow lights, but they weren't on yet. No, we watched it on TV. The red lights were definitely on, and they had a yellow flag out. Right, right away? I th- but I think... Why yeah, would, they, they came why would the, the red triple, flags be out there? Because it's not a no, triple No, it was a yellow flag. And then, no, they had lights on the jump. On that rhythm if, section? Yeah. If you go look on TV, there was yeah. red lights on it. But I don't think that... I think they hit him right when he was already committed. I told Reed this morning if he had triple triple like everybody else, he wouldn't have jumped yep. over it. And he's probably he was probably pissed at himself that he yeah, wasn't doing it, right? He was. He was really pissed. He said that whole that whole section ruined his whole race. Was anybody else triple tri- who was triple tripling through there? Donji Villapoto Stewart. That's it. Yep. No one else. And they started oh. like halfway through the race, right? Yep. That was a gnarly line. I'm surprised Weston Pike didn't air that <laughs> thing out. Imagine had that thing had been there and Villapoto tripled and it was on the triple part. Ooh, yeah, no. I mean, you can't. I, I got a Twitter from somebody that said, "I can't believe a Kawasaki guy went and pulled it out. You know, waited till." And I'm like, "It's a monster Supercross guy. It's not a Cowie guy." You know. You know, it was crazy before the race started. I was in the tower and I looked down and I seen Mike Fisher talking to uh, John Gallagher, mm-hmm. and he was in a heated like. Oh yeah. So he comes up the tower and he's standing next to me and I'm like, "What up, Fish? What were you saying?" He goes, "Did you notice?" I was talking about team manager voting. Did you notice where Regal lined up? Did you notice where Regal lined up? And I'm all, no. He's like, look. And I looked, and he was – they had Stewart in a sandwich. It was Stewie, Lillo. Oh, I mean and, – And I'm like, oh, come on. And he was like, if he bumps Ryan, I'm like, oh, I don't think that is going to happen, you know. I mean – But he was just tr- covering his ass. Right, right. Saying, saying, hey, keep, keep an eye on right, it. Keep but an eye on it. Keeping an eye on it and doing anything about it if something happens is another story. But I mean, Villo came out. Wheeling and he moved over on Blos and Blos had to shut off. Oh yeah, you know, and, yeah, you know. Whatever. You should have went over there and. Nah, dude, no, I'm it just was kidding. Racing. I'm kidding. Um, what else we got? Tits. All right, last one. Uh, reader Bill Ursic wants to know if you think that Sidney Crosby is the best hockey player ever. <laughs> no, that would, honor would be bestowed upon one Wayne Gretzky. Crosby's pretty good. What, what about Robo, Clark? Robo Rob's not the best. No, what about, what about I, Clark? I miss Robo Rob. What about Clark? Clark's my number one, but he's not the number one. What about Wayne Gretzky? Isn't he supposed to be the best hockey player ever? I Didn't think I that's just, what he just, just said. That. Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, folks, uh, we're going to go into hour number Is three. Is Marty McSorley good? No. Oh, sucks. Uh, we're gonna I go like his into- mullet. Great. You want to throw Did- this? reads the news. That's old news, right? You want to throw this into commercial, Kenny? No, did you see Chad Kage on the... TV. Hey, we're going to come back with none other than uh, uh, the Jeff Super Emig. Jeff Emig, Supercross announcer to the stars. Dub Dub, are you guys out? Is this it? Maybe. You know, I'll, I want to say hey to Emig at least. But yeah, we'll, I'll bolt. Okay, well. well we, we got we got mermaids to go find with the Mud Dolphin yeah. in Vegas. I mean, so what are you yeah. doing? Are you staying or are you bolting? We're, we'll stay for a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome. Uh, welcome. The, the Thank you for listening to the show, and we'll come back with Jeff Emig. Bolt Pumac Show presented by BTLSports.com. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. 
Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the Rockstar Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lamson in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com, and when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which brand, which manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. Over four decades, O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind has been behind the sports and motocross for a long time now, and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. 
brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Welcome back. Bubba Mex Show presented by BTOsports.com. If anybody didn't know, that was Van Halen. That's Van Halen with Sammy Van Hagar. <laughs> so that's Van Hagar. Yeah, F you, dude. F you. Greatest band ever. Yeah. Better than Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and uh, and I think our next guest will have an argue with that. None other than former Supercross and national champion Jeff Emig. Fro, what's up? Uh, yeah, I do have a problem with that Led Zeppelin comment. But, I know, uh, I know you all... would. <laughs> Fro, yeah, we all have our band. It's cool. Hey, Fro, he really thinks that Van Halen's better than Zeppelin, dude. Give me a break. Honestly, Fro, don't hang up. I got Zeppelin on my iPod, but I don't get it. I just, it's okay. You shouldn't get it. You're from, you're from Canada. Fro, you love Zeppelin, though, right? Always. Well, yeah, I mean, but hey, some people are, I mean, you know, Pink Floyd and stuff. Pink Floyd does nothing for me. I have no Pink Floyd on my iPod at all. No. Right, right, right. So you're and other people, you know, just live by it. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Dude, you should I'm have cool seen Zepp back in the day, dude, at the Riv, dude, on the boats with Factory's <laughs> Boat and Fro and all those guys. Are we going to turn this into a Havasu oh, story, dude. Kenny? No, we're, we're going to stay away from that. Hold on. I think you guys are breaking up. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now welcome to the show, Jeff Emig, uh, CBS Speed Color Analyst, as well as former Supercross and Motocross champion. Um, now what's going on, Fro? Uh, this has been an awesome series, huh? Yeah, and, and actually this is uh, my first time on the Pulp MX show, I believe. First uh, time I've been invited on. Yeah, I think it is. Well, you know, hey, my wife, my wife pushed hard to get you on, so. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I love Pookie. I love her. Uh, you just made her night. You don't even know. <laughs> I might have made your night too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the series. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. What do you think? What do you want to know, uh, dude? How exciting has it been, huh? As as a guy who's paid to analyze the races, uh, it bases. Uh, it doesn't get. No. It. Uh... I, I mean, it makes it a lot of fun to go to work, that's for sure. And um, believe it or not, it makes it easier mm-hmm. when when you have a race, uh, I mean, you know, a championship like a few years back when um, Stewart won, what did he win, 11 or 12 of the 17, I think? You know, I mean, he won quite a few of them. And Chad was really the only guy who you could, you know, consider was going to have a shot at beating him. Um, and... And more times than not, he didn't, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So, um, you know, 
having a championship like this where there's, you know, five riders that have won. I mean, theoretically, we should have had Wyndham uh, on top of the podium had he not made that miscue in Houston and yep. and threw it away. So, uh, and, and what's been really interesting about Wyndham also is that if you look at the lap times uh, in qualifying, he's been fifth or sixth these last couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. he's been on the same second as the leaders. So now we're going to outdoors. Yeah, could possibly rain, could possibly snow. That certainly increases Kevin Wyndham's uh, chances in my uh, eyes, you know. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. He should have a win. Hey, if you want to call in and talk to Jeff Emig, 702-586-7857. Call in and ask Fro a question about uh, about this series, old series, Led Zeppelin, whatever you want. We also got Wes Williams from Vermoto in the house. So, Fro, what's up? How you doing, Wes? How you doing? Um, How you doing? Kenny, Kenny would like to know if you gave his team enough uh, props this weekend for Ivan Tedesco's two hole shots. He hasn't watched the telecast yet, so I hope so. I no, mean, you probably the hole didn't shots even... and stuff have been killer. I mean, he's uh, he's been on it, you know. You rode the bike. So, what do you think? Did you think it was capable? Yeah, of course. The thing was awesome. You should have seen the stuff I was jumping <laughs> out there. I had I had really gone what you. You know, and I'm referring to the uh, Ricky Carmichael University on Friday that we rode mm-hmm. after the Daytona Super. I'm sorry, on uh, Monday, Monday after Daytona Supercross, and there was a couple of little obstacles. Nothing big for anybody nowadays, but it's like, wait a second, I thought we were just going to take it easy, and I felt comfortable on the bike from, I mean, straight from the get go. You know, right. forks a little bit stiff for me, but outside of that, uh, the bike was awesome. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, so you, I didn't know if you actually busted laps on it or it was just sort of like, hey, like, let me go through this corner. But, no, you were motoring down on it. Well, we rode early, you know, early in the morning. Um, and, you know, so basically the track wasn't very rutted and it was really smooth, you know, and the lighting was good. And I, I could not believe that I was out on the trial of Daytona again. I mean, I right, had right. <laughs> And I'm like, this is like practice for the Supercross, you know. Yeah. I mean, this, I was like, had those, you know, those juices were flowing and I felt really good, and I hadn't really ridden much at all. And so the fact that I felt as good as I did and I felt comfortable with the bike, I mean, I didn't even adjust the clutch or anything. I just rode it, and I felt like that it was my own bike, you know. So um, I was really happy that, uh, you know, Watson and Kerry and the whole, uh, you know, team, the Hart and Huntington Dodge team gave me the bike and let me, you know, give me a chance to ride it because I literally had the time of my life. Wow, uh, for kidding. the first 30 minutes of riding. I mean, it was really, really cool. It was a great experience for me. Hey, that checks in the mail. <laughs> yeah. what, was, that, was the track then, nearly as rough no, on Monday? To cap it off, mm-hmm. so I was working on the starting techniques at the RCU, and I pretty much had said, no, I'm done for the day. You know, I've yeah. had my fun. You know, I'm ahead. We'll just end it. And Ricky and uh, Jeff Stanton are like, no, come on, you got to ride this final session with everybody. Well, now the sun's going down, and we all know what the sun's like there at Daytona. When it gets low, it, it gets really shadowed, and there wasn't a smooth line on the track. I mean, there were so <laughs> many bumps. It was like the end of the 450 main, you know? And I felt like I had never ridden a motorcycle before that time. So I went from feeling like I had been, you know, training and practicing every day right. to feeling like this is the first time that I'd ever ridden a bike. So, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, it was, it was two, two extremes for sure. Um, hey, oh. uh, emotional win for James this weekend, huh? Uh, good to see him uh, show a little bit of emotion, I think. Uh, uh, it's cool, uh, cool deal for him. Well, you got to wonder what sort of uh, pressure he's under himself. You right. know, I mean, obviously, uh, there's some things that have happened off the track that um, have 
you know, are going to have, you know, a significant impact on his life and on his racing career because with us racers, it all goes hand in hand. You know, there, as, as, as racing goes, life goes. You know, this is life for us. It's not like, okay, you're just going to work and then you go home. I mean, this is it. You're living it. And, um, you know, he was on a bit of a rough streak racing mm-hmm. and then, you know, the incident off the track. And so, I mean, I lived some similar situations in my career and I was always, or I was fortunate that a couple times that I had, a, you know, two really big miscues uh, off the track that it actually forced me to, you know, just get my shit together. I mean, I got to, you know, what am I doing here? Is this the, is this the, the choices that I want to make in my life? And you have a real chance to reflect on what you're doing. And fortunately, you know, his family's, uh, you know, there with him and everybody, uh, you know, was kind of stood behind him and, and all that. And, um, you know, he was able to rebound with the win and he rode, I mean, he rode pretty good all weekend long. Right. Hey, Fred, let me ask you a question. And just tell me no comment if you cannot answer this. Do you, were you guys um, told by the producers of the no show? No comment. Okay. No comment. <laughs> okay. You know what I was going to ask, right? No comment. I, I think that's why he answered as quickly as he did. What, am I, what was I going to ask yeah. you? <laughs> Anything about the show? And I know where you're going with it. Is it, I don't I don't have a comment for you. you well, that you, that, 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 so. that, that you can't say Dodge Hart and Huntington during the race. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You so hey, Dodge did you watch Hart the Laker? At least one time a race. Did you watch no, the Laker game last night? <laughs> okay. No. Hey, okay, I got you, Fred. Let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about the TV show and the fact that uh, your partner there, Ralph Shaheen, um, he he comes under some criticism. Here and there, but I, I know you're friends with him off the track. You like the guy. I think he does a good job, and and that job is not easy, is it, bro? No, 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 definitely not. And it's interesting because as as um, you know, Ralph and I have teamed up, and I think that that he's taught me, or I've taught him as much about Supercross and Motocross mm-hmm. as he's taught me about broadcasting. And I think that we've really grown together, and and I'm not, you know, Ralph and I are one unit that's in the booth, but we also have a whole team of people that, for the most part, everybody's been together for about five seasons in Supercross now. And a majority of the people uh, transfer over to do the motocross, right? Um, right. And so the whole group, you know, we, between uh, Chris Bond and Jeff Manhart and everyone in the truck, and now we have Michael Prince at Feld, who's kind of overseeing the or not kind of, but he oversees the whole project. Um, and then, you know, Aaron, uh, Trackside, and all the people that we work with that nobody sees. I mean, we've been working together for, you know, five seasons now, and I think that we do a pretty good job. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know who else you would hire to cover the sport any better, you know? Yeah, well, I, I feel like the TV show comes under some – we had just had a guy on our voicemails. play. We played some guy in a voicemail complaining about the TV coverage – but like Kenny says, hey, you know, I mean, back in the day, it was no races. You know what I mean? It's like a thankless job, well, sort of. But um. well, and, and and especially with the you know with the CBS shows that people they're like, well, you know, we want to see so much racing. Well, the business of television and what it costs to produce the CBS shows, the mm-hmm. price tags are enormous for us to get Supercross out to that sort of audience. So what do you have to do? Well, the business says that we have to sell time in the show. We're going to sell these features, and we're going to cover certain things, 
And, you know, if you look, uh, you know, every results page or anything like that has is sold to sponsorship, and that's just business, you know. And so when time in the show gets sold, um, it takes away from the racing. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's the core people that watch that, you know, we want to see every lap of every rider, and if we could have an individual camera on each guy and pay, you know, an extra 300 bucks a year to, to do that, we would. But we're not at that level yet. And so just think about it like this. The, the CBS shows are directed towards a much wider audience. Much, I mean, somebody that's flipping through, waiting for the Masters to come on, and they happen to catch, you know, Diana Dahlgren and the 32nd board up, and they're like, right. whoa, what is this thing? Yeah. Right? So they, t- they turn on, th- uh, you know, uh, you know, 30 minutes early, mm-hmm. and that's what they see. So how do we keep them interested? Of course, when we go to speed, that's when we talk about everything, much more technical, much more in-depth. You know, we're more apt to call Ivan Tedesco hot sauce than we are to call him Ivan Tedesco, you mm-hmm. know, because they know who Hot Sauce is. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's two different shows, and there's, you know, when we do the live shows, I mean, we cover every lap of racing uninterrupted, no commercials, you know, the full thing. But when we go to CBS, it's just a much different program. How, how is that for you as an announcer? Do you have to remind yourself, hey, CBS, i got to break this down a little simpler for people at home, like you might, you have to change your style, right? Well, and 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 I think you've come full circle with your last question about Ralph. Is that a lot of times, especially in the early days, they're we're going okay, dumb this thing down. You guys need to make it way simple. So now you got Ralph asking me some question about, well, you know, what do you mean by that seat bouncer? What is a whole shot? Or right. What is? Right. And everybody's like, dude, this Ralph guy doesn't know crap about the sport. <laughs> no, right, right, but. You know, he set it up. Right. That's in Iowa doesn't, and so that person that just turned it on is waiting for the Masters. You know, that's when you try to educate the general audience, and I think that for the most part, people have taken Ralph wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And they go, "Well, this guy doesn't know anything." Well, that's not true because I, I can personally tell you that on Monday morning. You don't need to watch any other motorsports show. All you need to do is call Ralph Shaheen, and he'll tell you what happened in the worldwide of racing, whether it's Formula One, sprint cars, SCCA, mm-hmm. NHRA, drag racing, supercross, road race, you name it. He knows everyone. He's covered from swamp buggies to NASCAR and everything in between, you know? Yeah. No, I've spoken to Ralph. I personally to Ralph. think that we're yeah. – uh, not to just, you know, toot his horn, but I'm telling you, I mean – he is so dedicated to the Supercross Championship. We're all lucky to have him there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've I've made fun of him for things, you know, in writing in in good spirit. But in all honesty, I've talked to Ralph. He's a sharp guy. There's no doubt about it. He, he don't you don't oh, announce yeah. you don't announce for what twenty five thirty years, all sorts yeah, of sports. A little over twenty years. Yeah, yeah. You don't get yep. to be Ralph Shaheen without without being smart. You know what I mean? So, hey, we got some calls from listeners. You uh, you want to take a few calls here, Fro? You betcha. JJ, you there? going on guys dino mike hey man i just gotta tell you i'm never nervous when i call the show but i cannot believe i am talking to jeff emig right now me All neither <laughs> yeah how you doing yeah. oh i'm doing great and i um i just want to remind you real quick man, back in 03 we were parked next to glenn helen <laughs> you were so cool we talked to my dad for the longest time signed a final lap magazine with uh ryan villapoto mike lesty on the cover still have it hanging up on the wall laminated uh, thank you for oh, that. Oh, wow. Thank you. And um, the CBS broadcast, 
I understand it. I know many of people without cable that they look so forward to those broadcasts. And, and you know, I understand what you guys are doing. It's, I think you guys do a great job. I hope you never leave. I think it's a great team. Cool. Wow. Well, thank you. JJ. Yeah, it's, a fun, it's a fun gig. But yep. also, I wanted, I wanted to get into the Atlanta broadcast. I mean, I don't know exactly what was going on, but I will tell you what. That made the best broadcast ever with you and Ricky just kind of going at it the whole night. It was it was oh. incredible. Well, if you had an opportunity to set in on our text messages or to set with us when we are together, you'd realize that that's, I mean, between my buddy Strangio and Ricky Carmichael, I mean, the three of us, we give each other so much shit. And then you got, you know, uh, Ricky's manager in there, um, you know, um, uh, J.H., and when we all get together, we end up having such a good time. And that night, we just started spilling it over into the show. And we always, you know, give each other grief about different races and this and that. And, you know, he gives me grief about not training, and I give him grief about the last time that we raced together, I whooped his ass, right? And I didn't train a bit. So what does that say? You know what I mean? I mean, just all kinds of fun stuff, and, and we really do love each other. You know, we, got, we have a great relationship, and I think that this year, uh, Ricky and myself, we've, you know, we've become, you know, a closer and better friends than what, we, you know, than what we've ever been, and I think that that's, uh, you know, what you guys are seeing on the show. Oh, you know, the, show, the shows are great, and that leads me to my next question is, is Ralph going to be able to make it to some outdoors, or is it going to be you and okay. Wygant? It's going to be Jason Wygant all the way through, yep. yep. You know what? I like Wygant a lot. I think he does a great job, too, so I'll be looking forward to that. And how excited are you about the Nationals? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I kind of feel like that, uh, that uh, Chad Reed, you know, the interview where Chad Reed was like, look, I, I can't even think about the motocross. All I'm focused on is trying to win the Supercross title, and that's kind of how I've been. You know, I mean, you know, obviously yeah, I, I'm seven and seven and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even I can't even think about motocross until we're done with Vegas, and then I'm going to be just as excited again because we're going to start all over again, you know? Yeah, well, no, the Supercross is unbelievable this year. I, I, I'm, I'm in love with it. It's, it's great. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who to pull for. I mean, I like all the guys out there. I'm not one of those pick one and hate the rest. I, I love every rider, and um, but I just I just think you guys are doing a great job. I think you need to know that. There's some big names out there that talk crap. Uh, Ping, I mean, I didn't say that. But uh, just keep doing what you do. That's what I got to say. <laughs> All, right. All right, JJ. Thanks, All man. Right. Thanks, JJ. All right. Thank you, guys. Wow. JJ's a regular caller. Who knew he was such a fro fan? I, I, I didn't know. I had yeah. no idea. Um, yeah. Hey, Fro, let me ask you a question. How hard yep. was it for you to wear that shirt this week? Well, I've worn it more than once. so I'm, I never I'm, noticed uh, it. I'm totally acclimated. Even though they used to be a sponsor. It, it, uh, what's that with the Thor logos yeah. on the on the CVS shirt? Yeah, yeah. Thor is uh, Fast Boys. I mean, there's obviously sponsorship and everything there. Yeah. Everybody knows I'm a Fox and Shift guy. Yeah, it, just because I have a Thor logo on my chest uh, doesn't doesn't mean anything. You uh, you have to be pumped that Shift has made a comeback since the first time since you wore, I believe, Shift as one of you guys. Before. You guys haven't seen nothing yet. You wow. haven't seen nothing. Okay. You think the Chad Reed thing is the comeback? That's not it. Wow. Okay. Tip of the iceberg. Well, I hope we do blow see everybody so. away. I I really hope so, bro. Yeah, I think the stuff's yeah. sweet for sure. Uh, let's get to some more calls. Yeah, and I think um, uh, Kenny's team was ready to wear a shift next year for free. I believe, right? Whoa! Oh, yeah. Way to let the cat out. <laughs> way, to, way to let the cat out of the bag, there, bro. 
Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, hey, uh, Hasbin, you there? Wow, Kenny and Free in the same in the same sentence. <laughs> that's yeah, hard to believe. Hey, uh, Steve, a quick question before I talk to Fro. Um, if you had a live audience there, how many people do you think would be throwing salmons out into the, uh, you know, at uh, Kenny there? Salmons? Why? What do you mean? If at that hockey game, they were throwing salmons out on the ice. Is that a Canadian uh, thing or what? I don't, yeah. That's I mean, a Canadian thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe there was octopus in Detroit. Maybe Canadians are throwing salmon. I don't know. Has been yeah, your uh, question's always. Trust. They throw, they throw bras. <laughs> Hey, Fro, you're doing a great job on the, on the show. And obviously, uh, Ralph is uh, starstruck in your presence. Because when you watch him on, a, on another motorsports telecast, he, he, he just talks at a much different cadence. And, um, you know, maybe you need to get him a, uh, you know, a card. You know, let him use your, your California address to relax him a little bit or something. <laughs> oh, man, we're just, we're just so excited about the racing and everything. I mean, once the gay drops for the main event, I mean, Seriously, like we said, till we do our business and we sat in our chairs. But this season, I mean, once the once we get ready for the gate drops or the heats of the main, I literally stand up and I'm pacing the whole time. I mean, you know, yeah. jumping up and down. Like at the Atlanta race, Ricky and Ralph, myself, all of us were just screaming into the mic, and you really can't hear anything other than just you know three guys just screaming out different lines. Right. But that was you know. I mean, Ralph has always said to us, he's like, look, the bottom line is it's got to feel like or it's right. got to sound like like all three of us are just sitting on the couch watching the race. And that sure, conversation sure. has to be what it is on the air. And certainly, I mean, luckily, you know, n- nobody drops any F-bombs or anything that would have got us in trouble. So, so. Yeah. so that's why you just got to relax. I mean, Joe Rogan claims he made millions of dollars on CBS with a little buzz on. Maybe that's the answer, you know. Yeah, that's right. Right on, has been anything else? No, I'm good, man. Have a good show. Thank you. Thanks, hey, Uh Christy, you there? Yes. Hey, we got a female listener. Wow. Who knew? She's calling for Fro. She's calling for Fro for She's sure. Yeah. For one of us. Yeah, I know you're that. right. You're a good point. First female caller ever. Ever. <laughs> uh, What's, ever? Up? What's up, Christy? You Christy, got a question? You're on the, yeah. Christy, you're on the first hotline. What can we help you with? All right. I had a statement and a question for Fro. Wanted to say thank you for the time that he put into RCU as a parent. The individual attention that he paid to the kids was greatly appreciated. And oh, as up. a spectator of the sport, who is he most impressed with currently as a rider? And is he going to bring his own bike to RCU next year? Uh, well, I mean, the second part of your question is, is if I continue to have a good relationship with uh, Watson here and his race team, I may not have to bring my own bike, and I can just ride their, <laughs> ride their factory bike. But uh, that's a long ways away. I'm sure I'm bound to piss him off between now and then, right? <laughs> right, Kenny? You already right. have, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, and what was your first question? Who, who am I most impressed with as far as riding or just the general? Yeah, in both lights or big bike class. Who are you most surprised with or impressed with? Um, I mean, Barsha has been pretty impressive. The fact that he's ridden with an injury and he's stayed in the top two, and at times it didn't look like that he had the speed to uh, even finish on the podium. It looked like he was going to get out, you know, outrun a couple nights. Um, and even when he's got into those dog fights, he, I mean, he kept it on two wheels and and. Um, you know, first or second, huge points lead with one to go. That's been pretty impressive. Uh, and, and when you look at the, at the Supercross, 
Um, you know, I mean, all of the top five title contenders have have just blown me away. I mean, seriously, somebody needs to go back in the stats and tell me what is the deepest in the championship that the top five has been 20 points apart. You know who can it tell you that? Wigand. He's the encyclopedia. It it can't be more than three or four races because there's, yeah. there's nine points between first and fifth, right? Nine points a race. And so if, if a guy gets, you know, same guy wins, same guy gets fifth, that's 18 points. Yeah, it's two races already. Right. Yeah. Two races. Right. See, so you see where I'm going with it. And the fact that they're all healthy, they've all won, they all are on the same lap time speed, basically. You know, this weekend, uh, Trey Kennard and, and uh, James Stewart were a little bit quicker but once it came to the main event, everybody ran the same pace. It just had to do with where they started, you know, and, yeah. and uh, all that. So, Right on, Christy. Well, thanks for calling. Thank you. All right, thanks. Wow, female callers. Who knew? I didn't know they existed. <laughs> uh, John, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? You got a question for Fro? Yeah, I got a question for Fro. I was just looking on YouTube on, uh, back in the day, like a turf firm video with Fro down at Millville lining up at the gate. And I was just wondering what did he like about what did he, how did he feel about that ninety four Y Z that he was on? Ninety four Y Z, what do you remember, Fro? Ninety four. Uh the engine was really good. Um we had really pushed the limits of of uh of certain things and we had a couple of failures but you know uh, but the engine itself, the power and all that was was really good. I just don't think that that we had the uh, chassis set that we needed. I think that the, you know, um, you know all of the, uh, you know uh, the Honda guys they really had us covered uh, in the chassis department, and it took its toll on us. That's for sure. Right on, Johnny. Uh, thanks for calling, man. Yeah. Yep, you bet. All right, thank you. Um, we got Rugs. Rugs, what's up? Hey, how's it going? You got a question for Fro? I sure do. I am watching the Thor full power trip video from uh, 1996, <laughs> and uh, they've got a segment in there called Coffee with Fro. I was wondering oh, yeah. if you remember that at all. Yeah? Yeah, I'm trying um, to forget most of that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was in there. I don't really remember yeah. the interview, but uh, all right. yeah, that was, well, a, that was a long time ago, yeah. Um, there's a, there's a part where you're driving in the car and he's asking you what your plans are after racing and you say you're, uh, planning on being the boss. I was just curious what kind of car it was. It looks like some nice leather, tan okay. interior. What kind of car did you have I in 1996, bro? Was it like a tan leather? Yeah, like maybe a Benz. Like a four, it's a four-door. Yeah, it's a, uh, that was a, uh, I actually custom ordered an M3 and, um, had it delivered. It actually showed up to my house in uh, December of '96 um, on my birthday. Wow! It was awesome because I didn't even have a valid driver's license at the time, but I had like a big Ford four-wheel drive gas guzzler. I had this hopped-up Jeep, and then this M3, and I couldn't even drive myself. It was it was great. That was awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Denny Stevenson, he was my chauffeur most of the time during those months. So yeah, we had nice. yeah we had a lot of fun. The, the key in that whole thing was the Jeep. The Jeep was sweet. That red Jeep, that thing was killer, man. That thing was. There's some good times in the hills in that thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rugs, thanks, man. Yep, thank, thank you. you. All right, thank you. John from L.A., you're on with Jeff Emig. 
Hey, good memories with Full Power Trip, man. That was my uh, first boss, Pat Solomon, interviewing him, probably. So uh, oh, that was cool. Right. I was, I was trying to think. I could picture his face, but I couldn't think of who it was that uh, did the video. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Hey, I just, you know, more so I just wanted to congratulate Fro on where he's at today because that's uh, kind of seen him come a long way. I was uh, had a really great memory that I always remember uh, going to kind of your first uh, press session with William Radio and M Radio family out to a track in Temecula. And uh, you were there with Bradshaw and shot your press stuff for Yamaha. And it was uh, just as a fan, it was just such a fun day to watch you uh, do what you were doing. You guys were with it and just having fun. Who insanely yeah, great. Uh, Factor Riders. So, cool to see where yeah, you're that at. That was now like down in the hills, right? That was, that was like down like the hills, right? I don't yeah, remember there really been a track, yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah, a dry and dusty. Uh, our, it was like kind of our little private track that uh-huh. uh, the, the ranch track. So was was Brad was, was Bradshaw happy to be there or was he grouchy? Oh, the mic was huckabucking all over the place for him. So huckabucking, the huckabuck. The funniest thing and the only detail that you know that I remember with Bradshaw is that I think he showed up with like a white cue ball helmet, and I swear, and I, I remember him. Uh, painting it, if you will, with a Sharpie. And he kind of made this, like, these squiggles all over the helmet. And you're just like, what? And it was, it was just cool. It was just funny to funny to kind of see the behind the scenes of that stuff and how many times you guys hit this jump to whip it to get your photo. And uh, I don't know. It was interesting. I'll, I'll, I actually have the photo from the day. I'll, I'll send a, a pic uh, by Twitter to Steve. But it was cool. It was, it was a great memory. And, right on. So, all right. Thanks, you yeah. man. Thanks, John. Well, you bet. All right. See you. All hey, right. Fro, how was, how was uh, the beast to work with at the, um, the Ricky Carmichael U? How's, how's he, has he changed a little bit throughout the years, or he's still that intensity guy? Yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, he's still Damon Bradshaw, but there was a lot of years where, where we didn't get on too well. We had a couple of couple little incidents. It just, you know, we just did not gel at all. You know, once he retired, <laughs> yeah. and for a few years, I mean, I mean, I remember the, being on the podium when I won the Supercross title, and Damon got a third that night. And he looks over at me, and he sticks his hand out. He says, you know, he's like, God damn it, Emig, you know I don't like you much. He goes, but, <laughs> we, no, he goes, but good job. Because he knows how tough it was to win the title. Right. And he looks at me, and he's like, good job. And it, so that was kind of like a, like a next level for us. And then some years go by, and a, a few years back, we are at Mandalay Bay for the Yamaha 50th anniversary uh, dealer convention. Mm-hmm. And everybody was having a damn good time that night. I mean, you had to see RJ and Brock Glover and everybody. They were cutting loose. It was awesome. And Bradshaw and I, we, we, you know, we kind of left the party a little bit, and we're out in this loungy area. And I sat down, and I just felt real motivated to talked to him about, you know, back in the 90s. And I told him, I said, look, you know, I said, when you left the team, uh, I mean, think about it, I'm two years older than him or close to two years older, but he was my mentor. You know, he was the leader of the team. Right. I go, when you left, it just completely, you know, blindsided us all. I said, "And, and, you know, personally, I needed you there to feed off of. And, you know, to learn from and for us to grow together. And when you left, it just, you know, then they put Mike Craig in place. <laughs> yeah, that was, that worked out good. Yeah, that was you know? awesome. 
Right. Yeah, so, you know, you go from Bradshaw, who is a guy that's winning main events um, and all that stuff, to Mike Craig. and Well, Mike Craig did win a main event, actually. He did, yeah. But uh, it just really left the team. And so we actually, as grown men now, had a chance to, to talk about it, you know, kind of, you know, he told me his side of the story, where he was at, and all the sort of stuff. And, I mean, dude, we hugged it out that night. It was like That's his cool. wife came in and was like, I want to go. And he's like, hey, leave us alone for a while. <laughs> and so he gave me respect that I had earned from that point till now. Um, and then I also had the opportunity to show him the respect and everything that um, I don't think uh, for a long time that he thinks that I had, you know, yeah. you know what I mean, how I felt about the situation. So, uh, yeah, and since then, man, we we get on well. You know, anytime that we've done any of the Yamaha stuff and, mm-hmm. You know, he comes to the race, yeah, we have a good time. You know, what's funny is, uh, you know, me being a fan of the sport, I was definitely a fan of Bradshaw. And when I got the job at Factory Yamaha, you know, John R. is there, Bob Oliver is there, Keith McCarty's there, all guys that were there when you raced, bro. And I would bring up Bradshaw to try to get them to tell me stories or talk about how awesome he was. And they were still a little bitter about how that went down when he left. Like, they, they're, they, they like Damon, but... They were hurt by that, no doubt about it. Like, they didn't have too many Bradshaw was awesome stories. I think when he quit, it really did really shock those guys, you know, and really kind of made them a little upset. Dude, Dave Stevenson uh, was representing Damon at the time. If I remember correctly, they signed a five-year deal with Yamaha for six hundred k a year, which was insane money at the time, right? And he just walked away from it all. And, you know, I'm sure everybody's lives are really easy, and Damon's the only guy that's ever had family problems or issues in life that he just has to work away from. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, you know, I mean, he just, yeah. he, he just had to get away. He yeah. just, there was too much pressure on him, uh, you know. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So many things that yeah. just built up, yeah. So, I mean, it's actually interesting, you know, the fact that he made the decision to walk away from the sport, and you can tell that he loves it, you know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't have wanted to have been, you know, in his shoes at that time. That was some that was some tough stuff to go through. Hey, uh, uh, Fro, uh, because Kenny has been around, he's known a lot of people, done a lot of things. Give me your best Kenny Watson memory or story that you have. Give me your well, best one. I got to ask him permission. Can I tell the fish story or no? Yeah, you I, can. I, That's cool. I okay, I have, no, I have no shame in my game, bro. <laughs> well, but, no, there was dude. a one J Bone. You would not let J Bone finish that story about you when J Bone because I, because I asked J Bone the same question. You said that's one story that you cannot tell. All right, bro, okay. bro. Besides that one, though. All right. Wow, this is great. So we're in Morgantown on Sunday after the High Point National. I mean, I can't even tell you what year it was. It was early mid nineties, and we're at a sushi restaurant. And as we're leaving, they've got this. Big fish tank in the front, right? It's open on top. And they've got these big goldfish in there, you know, the ones that look like they're like yeah, straight koi. out of the waters of Japan right koi now. Koi fish, yeah, koi. That are like, right. yeah, they're not, yeah, I don't know what it is, a koi, I don't know. It's right. a big, ugly looking goldfish. <laughs> and one thing leads to another. It's like somewhere along the line, I decided, hey, I'll pay you 100 bucks out of my wallet right now if you eat that goldfish. Well, that seemed like a good decision for Kenny at the time. Bucks <laughs> uh, might have meant a lot more than it probably the was. Now. Yeah, but he grabbed that fish, rustled that thing out of the tank, and down <laughs> right there. Nice. 
<laughs> I gave him the hundred bucks, and he went in the parking lot, and it decided to come up. Oh, that was it. He threw it out. <laughs> they were blown away that I did that. Everyone was tripping, and for, I'll give it to you. There was Fro, Denny, Buddy, uh, Phil. All those guys are like, I'll just throw in a hundred. Emic was the only one to pay me. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. It was Dude, just like when you. I wish I had a GoPro. On my on my hat at the time for the whole thing, it it would be I'd like you know, to see, invaluable. I like to see Kenny right wrestling with the fish, trying to grab it out of the tank. Dude, the best was the, the the little Oriental Asian lady that was the receptionist didn't know what to think. First, she see me with my hand in the fish tank, and she was like just looking at me. And then when I grabbed it and I put it in my mouth, I looked at her. She was like, she's seen God. She was like, ah, <laughs> freaking. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, hey Dale, you you there? Yeah. You got a question for Jeff Emig? Uh, no, not questions. Much. Just want to thank him. Uh, I got hurt back at the in August of 2004 and broke my back real bad. And uh, a friend of mine is friends with Jason Gerald out at Fox. And anyway, okay. he got him to send me a, a signed poster. Just wrote a little something on it and sent it to me. And uh, I just never got to write him back and thank him for it. Wow. Just want to tell him I really appreciate it. And I got it up on my wall, framed right now. Wow, classy. Wow. That's Jeff Emig, classy. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it was awesome, well, I man. I was laying there all messed up in the back brace, uh, similar to the one he was in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it really meant a lot to get that. So, anyway, I just want to thank you for that. That was that was all I had. Right on, Dale. Thank you. Hey, you know, a lot, of, Thanks, guys. a lot of people don't know about Fro. Fro is like the icon. He's been an icon of this sport. A lot of people don't know. He is the first rider to bring out the motorhome in the bus. With the driver. I guess if that's an icon, sure. Yeah, he, at the time. Oh, and everybody, everybody thought that I was out of control, you know? It's I know. Like, well, yeah, we did it a little different. Certainly, I had my own spin on it, but the right. functionality of it was the same as what everybody has now, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Did, it, did you feel it helped you a lot? Like, uh, obviously. It, would... it helped us out a lot <laughs> because during the week, Dixon was his bus driver, and me, Dixon, and Grice would go to uh, – we would go to events. We'd go to. We went to the Warp Tour for a few days in the bus. We'd just pull it in there. We'd go to like fairs. That was awesome. Go to fairs. Yeah, we pulled in. We took it out to the forum to see the Beastie Boys one night, and we pulled in, and we're like, dude, just pull in by the tour buses. They just waved us on in. Oh into yeah. The gate didn't even didn't even question it. Nice, like, nice. Like, didn't even need passes. Just pull it in, man. Right. You guys must be with the band. <laughs> we are <laughs> got to be with the band. We are the band. Um, last call for Jeff Emig uh, before we got to let him go. Houston, you there? Houston? Yeah, we, I'm here. We made contact. I was going uh, to ask y'all what broadcasting is going to be like for this outdoor season, if there's anything special. So we can, I know you can watch one moto online before. Yeah, I think every moto, Fro, maybe you know or you can correct me. Yeah. Every first moto is going to be online on Fuel TV. Sweet. Uh, no, every 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 moto is going to be on TV on Fuel. Oh. Every first moto, correct. Okay. There will still be the, I believe that there's still going to be web access for the first motos, and then all of the second motos will be on speed. And some are going to be live. Some are going to be on, um, you know, on Ally on NBC. Yeah. So there's uh, probably if you went to AllySports.com, you'll be able to uh, get the full schedule. I'm not sure if they've announced it yet, um, the full thing. But yeah, yeah. it's going to be uh, bigger and better than last year for sure. And there's going to be a there's a weekly uh, half hour hour show devoted to the series uh, highlights uh, what to look forward to. That's on Fuel TV as well. So yeah, yeah, definitely a killer package, Houston. It's uh, it's gonna be awesome. 
All right. Sounds good. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, before we go, Fro, it's that time. And you may not want to answer this, but who is going to win this thing? Mm. Who is yeah, going to win it? That's an easy one. I know. But if you, yeah. ha- if you were in Vegas and we know you like Vegas, what, what are you uh, thinking? What do you put your crystal ball? This is, this is a time where you, when the odds are just stacked against you, you're like, nah, it's not a good time to bet. Mm-hmm. It's really not. Uh, I, I, I was working on some ideas today, and the only way that any rider can go into Vegas feeling somewhat comfortable is if he's got a 10-point lead. Ten if points? it's nine, mm-hmm. if it's nine or less, uh, yeah, you're gonna you're you're gonna have to race for it, right? Right. right? So um, I would be. It's gonna be interesting to see how the next two races play out and where James Stewart finishes. Um, I think that he definitely has the potential uh, mm-hmm. speed wise that if he keeps it, keeps it on two wheels, um, his starts have been great. His finishes, uh, you know, his speed's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, he's won a few races now. Um, uh, I think that uh, Villapoto is a bit of a question mark to see where where he's at, and so maybe you get to Seattle, and um, you know maybe a little hometown boost, maybe a little outdoor style riding um, that could boost him. He needs to do something more than what he's been doing, or it's, or it's going to slip away from him uh, little by little. And by the time you get to the final checkered flag, I think that he could find himself, you know, a couple of points out. Right, so he's going to have to get that get that confidence level up and that belief. You know, I feel like he's kind of stopped the bleeding now, but uh, now's the time for him to to put it back down. Dungey, right. you know, <clears throat> he's been so close, and it would be you know, I, I I find it to be very unlikely that a rider could win the championship this year with one win and a bunch of second places. You know, wow, that would be so, something. Yeah, yeah. So I I do think that. You know, you're going to have to win one of these final races. Um, Chad Reed, I, I, you know, I'm really pulling for Reed because I, uh, you know, meant, he's mentally tough. Um, he's, he's put himself in such great positions, but yet you think about the, the crap luck the last couple of weeks where yeah. he's probably given up 10 or 15 points, you know, by, by the tough luck last week, uh, Stewart getting into him mm-hmm. at Dallas. When Dallas, I, I don't think I've ride, I, I've seen that ride that good in years. You yeah, know, that was good. And so that, I think that that kind of that kind of set him back a little bit. And and you know, uh, me and Ricky were talking today about different you know concepts and different things. And he's like, well, you make your luck ninety percent of the time. I said, well, Chad must have just used his other ten the last two weeks mm-hmm. because it just really. You know, I mean, and then the fall on the final lap at Dallas just went, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. It was pretty frustrating. So, you know, you still got to go to the race thinking win. Uh, I think Dungey probably feels differently than that, but mm-hmm. I, I think that somebody's going to have to win. And, of course, Richard Kennard, you know, being 20 out, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, last week 20 was seemed like a lot, but this week it, it you know, may have just put himself out. You know what I think? I think that – um, if it does rain up there all week and they cannot build a really, really tech track, whatever, they're going to have to build just a, a whatever track just to get through it. And I think it's going to leave the door open just for not those five guys. There's going to be guys up there like, you know, like Millsaps. Yeah. Like Millsaps, Wyndham, that could get up there and mix it up. And, um, you know, who knows? 
Maybe a guy, some other, some long shot guy could come in there and throw it in the mix where I don't think it's gonna, there's going to be anything technical enough on the tracks where it's going to be able to separate those five guys. And it sucks, but it's racing, and we race motocross, not golf. You know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's not a, golf. It's a great point because, you know, Wyndham has been fast. Uh, Millsaps, you know, if, if you get into that mud sort of situation, it can really shake things up. Now, there's certain guys that have performed better in the mud than others. Dude, look at Tommy and, Hahn last year. Tommy Hahn so got second there, right? that's where you right? really lose those points. You know, that's where you could, yeah. you know, 16 points back for James Stewart or 20 for uh, Trey Kennard. If Villapoto goes out for some reason, Trey Kennard wins, Trey Kennard's got five points over Villapoto. Now, now, who else would have yeah. finished? And it, you know, it's, who knows? It's, it's, are the leaders going to slip up and tighten it up, or is it Stewart and uh, Trey Kennard? that are back in point, they're going to slip up and put themselves out, you know. But certainly there's plenty of other guys that can get up and win, um, you know, a race that Mother Nature plays a part in. Yeah, I think the weather is going to have a lot to do with it. Just not the track. I mean, you know, mechanical could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah. I like, uh, Fro, when we talked about your Dallas win in 97 that really clinched that title in, in a way where you said that your mental outlook was like, yeah, right on, cool. And because it was raining and pouring and you were pumped on it, that is what people are going to have to have this weekend in Seattle because we're almost guaranteed to be shitty conditions in some way. So, <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, I so, looked at the weather last week, and it didn't look too favorable. I haven't even checked it out this week. Yeah. But, uh, Just, yeah, I, I mean, I say it on the broadcast all the time. You know, it's do you want to be there? Do you, you know, do you want to go perform? Are you looking forward to whatever challenges comes your way? Are you, are you mentally ready for it? Right. The, the thing is, is that we've got – five healthy title contenders that are all have a shot at it still, that are all motivated, that all have one. You got guys like, you know, like Kenny was talking about with Wyndham and these other guys who have a tremendous amount of incentive in their own way to go out and to make a dent in the series. And they don't give two shits about whether the guy's top five in points or not. They're racing for their own, uh, you know, points and their own victories. So, you know, getting back to your point, can you really pick a guy? And you right. say, yes, this guy's going to win. Can't pick it. Can he? Can you? Wes? Anyone? Not me. Yeah. Well, Wes can't pick it because Wes left. Wes left. He was over it. He said, <laughs> you didn't talk to him. But <laughs> I, I can't pick it. But what I, what I do want to think is, if I can tell you right now that I, I personally believe if it's a mutter, that those top five guys won't be one, two, three, four, five. I could guarantee you that. Yeah. Just because, yeah. I mean, remember last year, look at a guy like Tommy Hahn. I mean, yeah, there wasn't those guys there. But Tommy Hahn rode awesome and got oh, second. Oh, he's on fire, yeah. yeah. So right there, that's like another good mud rider. Those guys start up front, and, you know, let's say, you know, Kennard and James Stewart start in the back. Dude, they're not going to come through the pack like they usually would, you know. Yep. And who knows? If it's that bad, they could, you know, put it down to 15 laps. Who knows? Yeah. They've done fine. Yeah, it's, so the then you got to – it comes down to mental toughness and focus and all that. And um, it, when it comes – I mean, I, I – I don't want to discount any of the other guys, but I'm going to give some praise here that I think that Chad Reed is in a very unique position, uh, and I, I still think that you're going to see some 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 sparkle out of him before mm -hmm. the end of this championship is over. I would agree. You know what? I, I think yeah. that you know what? I I've been there in that position where I've been there with the motivation. I never got to play it out because I, you know, because I broke my wrist and then right. broke my back. But I planned on doing the same thing he's doing now. That's where I was dead set in my mind 
of what Dixon Strangio and myself, what we were going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, so, bro, I, 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 yeah. I, I believe in you, um, and I believe in Chad. I, I remember um, the night of San Diego when I was talking to Steve Astafin and I was talking to Hart, and I said, you know what, all those contenders just did besides Reed, they gave that guy hope, and they gave him – they 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 gave him some motivation that he can win. I go, this guy is going to be a threat, and he was like in fourth or fifth in the points. And dude, I think Chad has been building on it, and I think that he has took taken his lumps, the stuff with James and falling down, and he's always he's he's staying on a level playing field. He's never his highs haven't been too high, and his lows haven't been too low. Mm-hmm. One thing about Reed too. Like when he was battling, it was just him and James. James could smoke him by 25 seconds one week. And mentally, that didn't seem to affect Reed. He'd be right there the next week. Like there's no – like you said, Fro, he's very mentally strong. If, if he gets beat bad, he comes back the next week, and he still believes in himself. And, Dude, you know? he's the only guy out there besides James with multi-championships. So he knows how to win championships. He knows what oh, yeah. it takes. Yeah. And I think those other guys well, aren't, aren't in that situation. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And uh, probably nobody knows him better as a racer than Ricky Carmichael. Because he, uh, you know, he raced so close with Chad for so many years. And R- Ricky mentioned on the broadcast earlier this year, he's like, dude, the last thing you want to do is give Chad Reed hope. Because yep. he's got a very unique quality about him that he can build on that hope, keep his confidence, stay level-headed, believe in himself. And other guys, you know, you get up and down. And, you know, Dungey's, I mean, he's a young man. You know, compared to Chad, he right. he hasn't traveled the world with you know just his his wife and himself and and then all this. You know, Dungey is still trying to figure things out, right? Chad is is the other way. He's like, I don't need anybody else to coach me or to do anything. I've got this. Not many people can do that. It, it, it actually reminds me of um, um, uh, Australian superbike rider um, uh, Maladin. Right. Matt Maladin was the same way. Like he didn't need no agent or anything even. Maladin was like, why am I going to give an agent a bunch of money to do the negotiations that I can do myself? Right. You know, the type of thing, you know. So um, Chad's that way, and he has the hope. He's right there. He's been really disappointed these last couple of weeks. I think he was disappointed in himself this last week, but you'll see him come back again as solid and stable, you know, and when you get to Vegas, when it's hard and dry slick, Chad Reed will be the guy to beat. If right. it comes down to it at Vegas, yeah, and and the, and the points are close, Reed will be the guy to bet on. Right on. Well, hey, uh, uh, Jeff, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, well said, well spoken, and uh, again, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, I love talking to you guys, and now everybody else got to uh, hear our conversation. Yeah, fantastic. And, and next time we have you on, uh, we need another Kenny story because I'm sure you got more. All right, let's go for sushi this weekend, Kenny. Yeah. Around too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right you guys. Have a good night. Thanks to all you listeners. Appreciate you staying up. Thanks, bro. All right, Jeff Emig. Uh, uh, he didn't say he had a favorite, but it sounded like he had a favorite. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. He I, had, no, he made good points. He I don't, I don't have points. a favorite either, but I would think just. That's why he gets paid the big bucks to make I would think like that. That, that going into it just because Chad's been here before. Right. And, and that's just one that's guy that I. I but I think. Uh, I would I would have to say my two guys that I would have to pull for is Chad and Villapoto. 
That's that's who I would think that would have the best shot. But you know, you can't count on Dungey either, man. All year long, everyone was saying, including you, that he's not up to speed. He's not where he needs to be. Uh, I did. And if you guys go look about it, if he doesn't have the DNF, he is the points leader. Yeah, well, I, I just I don't know if you can do the if he does because everybody has that moment. I'm but just you're, saying. you're right. I'm just saying. I'm I'm with Fro. If Dungey wins this thing with a win, although if Reed wins it with a win, but it, to me it feels different. Because Reed was in Atlanta. He had it won, you know, with that pass. Reed. Well, you can't go back off that because you said. No, you I know. I know. But it seems like Reed. If Reed wins one race and Dungey wins one race and either one wins the title. To Put me, it this way. If, if you have all those guys out there racing against each other. Yeah. Chad Reed has been around long enough. He knows where he needs to be. Right. And he knows where he needs to finish mathematically in his head. Right. So he'll be out there racing. And I'm not saying Trey doesn't know, Brian doesn't know, James doesn't know. But Chad has been around long enough where he knows where he needs to be yeah. in the points. And he knows, okay, he'll, yeah. go, he'll be riding and he'll look up and he'll see two guys in front of him. He'll do the math in his head. I know for a fact he will. Yeah. And he's going to know where he needs to be. And if it's, okay, I can't make up all these points in one night, but if I can go out and get four points tonight, I'm going to take that and, and leave this race you know, and go to the next. Yeah. Uh, hey, 702-586-7857. We're uh, not on for too much longer. Give us a call if you can. You can't say the championship is going to be won in Seattle, but it definitely can be lost there. Just like going into the first race. Uh, such a wise man. Hey, Moser. What's up, sir? Is Kenny not the wisest man you know? Exactly. Wow. That was a long pause. I don't I don't appreciate that. I, I asked you. Oh, you're asking? I thought you said, is Moser not the wisest man you no, know? I said, Moser, is Kenny not the wisest man you know? Well, some things go without saying, Steve. Thank Th- you. Thank you, Moser. Uh, what's up, bud? What's going on? Um, not much. Just doing a little Woody upkeep for the evening. Right, right. Making sure it's ready to go. Exactly. Just getting her primed. Um, hey, to let you know, Mosier, your guy, your guy walked by me this weekend in the tunnel, and he goes, "Watson." I turned around, and he said, "F you." What? What guy? Oh, Shorty. Yeah, it was awesome. Got it. Guys, I love great. him even. I love him even more right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome when he does that. He does. Um, so, Kent, I, I've got a little trick up my sleeve for you this weekend, or a gift up my sleeve for for you in Seattle, so just beware. What's she look like? Yeah, it's not Gigi, so don't get your hopes up. All right. Moser, no do you want Gigi's sweatshirt? No, not particularly. All right, because we're ready to give this thing away. No, uh, give it to Tits. Tits, Gigi, it sounds... Yeah, yeah, it's all the same. No, thank you. One of the same, yeah. What do you think of, uh, uh, hey, what do you think of uh, St. Louis? It was wild. Um, I actually, in pro moto, I picked Stewart to win it, so um, I wasn't surprised by that. I thought he'd rebound sooner or later. It took yeah, longer no, than I thought. We've been but, waiting for it, for sure. It's cool to see him have some emotion yeah. on the podium, too. I mean, it meant a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, Stewart's a good guy, like, you know, I can't imagine being that guy. Can't believe you um, asked, I can't believe you asked Fro about that that thing. What he, thing? The, the the steward arrest, Kenny. Uh, he's not going to tell us. Well, you keep bringing it up. Well, yeah, but Fro. I mean, it's obvious they were told not to talk about it. Well, then why and, do you keep bringing uh, it up? Whoa, 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 Mathis! If you wouldn't have brought it up, or if Kenny would not have asked, you'd have been no better than the broadcast. Thank you, Moser. 
I just, well, I'm just saying. I, I just think, yeah, I mean, uh, you know. And I'm the guy saying let's put it to rest, but I just want to know, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't. I don't want to put Fro in the spot. I like Jeff. I like so Jeff. So do I. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad they didn't. I, I, I think it's whatever. No, they should have. They should have. Yeah, whatever. They should have. Hey, well, I mean, he was told not to, but that doesn't mean you can't ask. And, I mean, it was – we all knew, but, I mean, Kenny put it to rest, and, you know, I, I, I appreciate that he asked because – you you made a big hoopla about him not bringing it up, so why didn't you ask, Steve? Because I already know the answer to Fro. I, I'd like to ask someone else who actually made the decision. I think it'd be sick if James Stewart won out. I just think it'd be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I'd be so pumped yeah, for that for guy. Sure. Just to see how emotional he was. And for people saying that the guy doesn't give a shit about anything, you know, and he's just this, and he's a bad guy. Dude, he had passion. He wore it on his sleeve this weekend, dude. He, he, he yeah. you know, that was awesome. You know, and just seeing his dad getting emotional too—that was pretty crazy. Well, certainly it's it's curing my Mookie fever right now. <laughs> Mookie's struggling a little bit. Um, uh, what else is going on, Moser? Um, somebody was trying to slam tits earlier, and I just want to say I stand firmly in front of him and motorboat him. So yeah, you know what? Well, there's these, thank there, you. Be, there's people that don't like tits. There's people that don't like Kenny. There's no one who doesn't like me. But I like to get a cross section of everybody. You know what I mean? As far as uh, um, what's going on, you know. So no, no, I'm all, I'm all for that. I'm just, I'm just, you know, speaking my piece. Yeah, all um, right. I had, I had an actual question, but uh, uh-huh. I'm having a hard time putting it into words at the moment. Do you want to just stay on the line while we take some calls? Yeah, sure. You want to email to us? No, no. All right. Are you gonna, are you gonna writing, are you writing an essay in for the show? Should I? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going. To, I'm going tits to. Is, regardless. Tits is, hey, Tits is hanging up on people right now by accident. Let's I, not, I let's not, let's not fool each other. I'm, I'm going to write it in an essay regardless. Yeah, Tits, how many people did you just hang up on? Two. Good job. Way to go. My apologies. <laughs> hey, uh, John, you, or Cole, you there? Yep, I'm here. What's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. You got a question for myself or Kenny, or you're lucky Tits didn't hang up on you by accident? <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious what you guys, I want to hear more about... Uh, what you guys think about Villapoto going into Seattle? You know, he's an original Northwest. Yeah, local. he is. He is. Um, you know, talking a little bit about Stewart winning out, if that's a possibility, then really all Villa has to do is stay tight on that, let nobody else gap him in the points. Can he do it? I think Villapoto's a favorite this weekend based on how he won Seattle two years ago, and he's from there, and he rides good in the, in the ruts and stuff. He's got to be – a little bit of a favorite right now, I would say. I mean, who knows? This series has been so crazy. But if you were in Vegas, which we are, we're right outside the Lions Den here at MGM. Um, if you listen closer, you can hear the Lions roar. <laughs> there, there they are there. And uh, uh, I think he's the favorite this weekend slightly, you know, for sure. He has to be. Yeah, but in terms of just the pressure of letting the rest of the championship play out, I just I, I don't know if it's because Villapoto is more of a laid-back guy, but there's just never – a whole lot of media on what's going on with his, you know, strategy or anything. It's yeah. I don't think there's any. I don't think there is earlier. Any you know that Chad Reed has the championship experience and everything. Of course, I don't think there. I don't I, think there is any strategy. I think it's race by race. You know, I think the yeah. weather is going to be, you know, huge. And like you know, Fro and I were saying that. You know, there's guys up. There's guys like Millsaps and Wyndham and Tommy Hahn and 
guys that ride the mud really, really, really well that could be top five, and those other guys could be getting the seventh and eighth, you know? So it's it's tough. I think it's going to be a start, and I think that they're going to have to – I don't think they're going to be able to build the track the way they want to and make it, you know, it's going to separate. So I think, you know, all those guys are professional racers, all the top 20 guys. And I'm not saying a guy that gets 17 every week can go, go win, but a guy that gets 17th every week could hole shot and ride up front and, and slow people down and make it a little difficult. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, Moser's from Seattle. Moser, how's the weather going to be this weekend? No, I'm in Portland up here in the northwest. It's it's rain this week. Oh, Cole, you're from Portland, and Moser, you're from Seattle. Do you guys know each other? No, 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 no. So I'm from Spokane. That is four hours from Seattle. I don't oh, know so why everybody thinks I'm, I'm surprised Seattle. you're not. I'm surprised you're not a Moto Concept fan. Yeah. You're from Spokane. Yeah, Moto Concept. I am. I am a Moto Concept fan. What kind of stand do you have under your bike? An old one because I'm cheap. Okay. Well, do you have anything Moto Concepts makes to support the program? Yeah, I do. I have uh, at our, our lake place, our family lake place, we have two awnings. I'm pretty sure that they made. Perfect. Oh, All but right. you're not even sure. Hey, Tits, Tits uh, why did you say has, sure. Tits, why'd you say husband's an idiot? What happened? Because he always has his jokes that only he gets. Yeah. And he's no, like, hey, so can I get in on this essay thing? And I said, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And he said, okay, I'll send in a picture since they're worth a thousand words. And I said, yeah. He, yeah. he, he does think he's pretty humorous at times. Yeah. So hey, Cole, go. thanks, man. Hey, yeah, how, about some, for, how about some people that live in Seattle? Shoot yeah, us a little instead, weather of, instead of guys that claim they're from Seattle, but they're actually in Spokane. <laughs> I know the way. Hey, listen here, asshole. Hey, tits, who, who said a, a picture's worth a thousand words? Has been. Well, has been's 500 words over the quota, so that's, that's what I just said. It's just like, I'll send yeah. half a picture yeah, then. Good point. JJ, you're back. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry to take a Dynamite. Dude, dude yeah. you possibly. Yeah, hey, Fro is gone. You can't blow him anymore, dude. He's gone. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Thanks for that, Matthew. Thanks for that. God, dude. Oh, I didn't realize I, well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks dude. quite yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I am so sorry that I, I got a little bit starstruck. And, you, you did. know, I just had to. I had to tell somebody that they do a good job. No, I'm, I'm, I'm bugging you. That was cool. No, it's awesome. Uh, if, um, if Sammy Hagar were here, I'd probably sound just like you. Hey, dude, no, my dad would love you for saying that, dude. He thinks Van Hagar is the Yeah, me and J.J.'s dad hanging right, on You a... got another question, J.J.? What'd you call him about? Sorry, Hey, Tim. no, actually, I wanted to call in and tell you thank you for keeping it real, always. Like, the people that talk crap about Stuart, talk crap about everybody, you put them in, your, in their place. And I just want to tell you that that's what's up. I thank you. More people would listen. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. I'm going to send you. I don't know. I'm going to send you a uh, a poster, and you can put it on the wall next to Fro. Then <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> his dong shot. Hey, no, no, that would be pretty sick. And I also just because I, I forgot about it, now I was super stoked on uh, Tedesco's ride in the heat in the main. That's just a filthy savage with that torn ACL, just going out there and railing. That's yeah. that's just un- unbelievable. Yeah, and like you know, like I was telling Steve, the guy's not riding during the week at all, so he really can't put the time in. You know, so. It's it's a tough oh, one, but he's doing he's giving it his best, and you know our goal for Ivan is to finish in the top ten because you know the top five guys are winning races, so if you could stay in that top ten, and you have nothing to put your head down about. So yeah. he's doing his best, and I appreciate that, and hopefully come by and say hi this weekend, huh? Oh well, ah, man, I, California, I might make it out to Vegas, but uh, JJ, you uh, got to make it to Vegas. Oh, I'm I'm trying, man, I'm trying. Well, maybe but, you can make, um, make it, also, maybe you can go to Spokane. I just, <laughs> 
And no, I just checked the weather on Seattle on the Weather Channel. I know the uh, Washington natives and the Oregon guy might know more than me, but the Weather Channel says the only day it's not supposed to rain actually is Saturday. Oh, nice. So that would that would affect them making the track, though. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope it doesn't rain. Yeah. Well, anybody could be a weatherman. You just gotta wait and see. Yeah. Look at Moser. He, yeah. claim, he claims he's <laughs> from is, Seattle. That, that is real. You know, the weather guy is usually never right, but I just checked the Weather Channel. I promise that's what it says. So don't hold it against me. Perfect. All right, dude. Thanks for calling, JJ. Thanks, JJ. All right. Well, thank you, guys. JJ, very big fan of Jeff Emig. Um, it's good, though. It's good to see. Hey, uh, Steven. Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you to see Moser in the crowd this weekend? 11? Yeah, wow. that's understandable. Ed, you got your question? Because we're ready to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Well, wait, we got another call. Yeah. We got one more, one I more do call. have my question. Oh. I'm not sure how well I'm going to be able to put it in words. Okay. Okay, don't creep us out. Yeah. Okay, no, no, this is actually, believe it or not, it's a technical question. Um, so this came to me the other night or day or whatever. So neutral on a bike, like people hit neutral a lot. Why, why do you need neutral on a factory bike? Like, I don't know much about a transmission, but why? Yeah. Why not just take neutral out? That's a good question because it's, okay, Steve, you want to answer that one? Well, it helps the bike start easier because it's freer. You need neutral to start to, to have everything so there's no drag on the motor when you're kicking it over. Okay, well, so why put, why put neutral above first? Um, why not put it above fifth? Because you would have to go through your gears. It's got to be by first no matter what you do. you got to start in first gear. You gotta, your first gear you hit has to be the tallest gear, which has to be first. So it can't be it's, – it's always got to be the first – Right by the first gear that you want to go into at all times. What? Why isn't it below first then? Um, they do that on four wheelers where it's just. Yeah, I up. wonder. I wonder why they don't the way, do the that. Way, the way it is on the the transmission. Why can't you? I'm trying to think. But oh, look at that battle going on TV. Um, Nick, you there? Yeah, here. You got any dumb questions like Moser? <laughs> no, no questions about why neutrals between first and second. I don't really care. Nick, I'm, Nick, I'm gonna get what are the, you wearing? Yeah. I'm going to get to the bottom of that, uh, Moser, for you. Nick, 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 yeah. what are you wearing? Uh, work clothes, buddy. Uh, good good man. Blue-collar blue yeah. worker, probably pushing a broom, right, Kenny? Is it janitor? No, he's probably an electrician. No, no electrician. All right. <laughs> Construction worker. Hey Nick, we're getting to that point in the show where Kenny's losing interest, so let's uh, let's get going. I have no idea what that was all about, but anyway, uh, sim- just simple question: In Mathis or Kenny, can you ever remember one time in Chad Reed's career on a racetrack that he has beaten James Stewart straight up? They're battling back and forth. Has he ever beat him straight up? Yeah, beat him at uh, Vegas that year of the title. Oh no, that doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying that that's uh, that's no. Beat I'm saying in, straight up. Beat him in San Diego for the win and not laying back to win a title. San when Diego. Have you ever beat him straight up? I was just wondering if you if you can ever remember one because I can't. San Diego this year. No. Not crashing. Not anything like he was, that. I'm I mean, saying battling back and forth. They both make it to the finish line. They're going straight up. Has it ever happened? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Kenny? Don't know. I'm sure there has been. Indianapolis in 09, but Stewart fell in a turn. When you can't count that. You say racing. It's racing is racing. If you fall, you fall. 
Right, right, right. No, I understand that. Everybody, that everybody. When you have that conversation, everybody goes, "Oh, racing's racing." I understand that, but I'm saying straight up, lap for lap to the finish, like when. How Dungey about this? How about Kennard this? At the end of that race of this year, when Dungey was chasing Kennard, like a race like that, has Stuart, has uh, Reed ever beat Stuart like that in anything? Well, how about, that, how, how about this? Happened. How about call next week and I'll have an answer for you. I like it, Kenny. All right. I'm calling next week. All right, buddy. Thanks for the call. All Thanks, right. Nick. All right, bye. Hey, we're at the time of the show where we're going to talk about uh, our 8 o'clock hour sponsors, which uh, were Works Connection, 100% made in the USA protection for your bike. Works Connection has been around a long time, associated with teams like Hart Nunnington, Rockstar Makita Suzuki, riders like Dungey, Metcalf, Tedesco, all use Works Connection. WorksConnection.com. Pump, punch in Pulp MX. Save yourself 20% off your order online. AGV Helmets. Choice for guys like Pastrana, Millsaps, Valentino Rossi. AGV has been around for 40 years, making top-notch protection for your head. Their, off new, their new off-road helmet, AX8, is the top-of-the-line helmet that riders in Europe and North America use. AGV is back and better than ever. Remember when Ezra Lusk used them? Well, they're back. Uh, AGV.com. As always, Kicker and O'Neill also coming on board. Uh, let's go to uh, Stroop's Treat of the Wheat. Let's, uh, Austin Stroop, Valley Yamaha, always exciting, always entertaining on his tweets. He's been off it a little bit, but let's uh, let's quickly check on this. And you know this, man. Rowards. <laughs> you stop laughing right now. It's quality, not quantity. All right, man. Yay! All, All right. right, what do we got, tits? All right, starting off. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, the second one needs a little introduction. Zach Osborne asked Stroop if he was the pride of Lincolnton, where he's from, and his reply was, very much so. I get free hot dogs at the local corner store. Nice, nice. And I that has that been good. Austin Stroop's Tweet of the Week. All right, check you later. Kenny's Corner. No, not Kenny's Corner. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Moju, you still there? Yep. You want to go or you want to stay on the line? What do you think? It's up to you, bud. Whatever you want. You want to do Ken- you want to do uh, expert goggle tear-offs? Go. All right, we got three questions, 15 seconds. Sorry. Talk it's to the expert goggles tear-off segment where timing is everything. Uh, X-ray goggles, the result of 25 years of goggle technology. All right, Moser, you are on the expert goggle tear-off segment. 15 seconds or less. Tits is going to ask you the questions. Give us your answers. Go, Tits. All right. Um, Shorty. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that is not the answer to this question. Um, okay. With Wyndham having a rough year, do you think he will really carry on until the 2014 season? Yes. 3.1. All right. Um, who is your pick? For the Rock Hard Ride Hard Award. Oh God, forgot all about this. Kenny, what is this about? This award? What do you got to do to get it? It's or? the guy that's come over. I, I say I say Kyle Chisholm. I don't even know what the the criteria is, but no, because he hasn't come back and raced. It has to be a guy that's got hurt and's come back and overcome all the, his injuries. It's voted and, by the fans. Yeah. Shit. You just know the Supercross champion is going to win it. Like, this, this is just going to happen. It's a popularity contest. It's Pretty like, much. It's like Mechanic of the Year winning the free snap-on tools. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Last question. 
if Ivan Tedesco wouldn't have injured his knee, what place would he have gotten this weekend? Ooh. Seventh. 4.6 seconds. X-Brand! X-Brand goggles tear, tear off uh, segment. Check them out at thexbrand.com. Gox goggles, $30 off, uh, or $30 and up. Uh, same goggle that Michael Essie uses to hole shot and uses on his 450 this summer. Kyle Chisholm will be back wearing them. Josh Strang. You name it, Kenny. X-Brand's killing it. Killing it. Thank you. Zach Osborne. Killing it. Stephen Frossard. Don't know much. Killed it this weekend. Uh, I don't like people from Europe. Hey, who's this on the line? Yeah, good day. It's Ben from uh, Benny from down under in uh, Bondi, Sydney. How are you guys? Yeah. Wow, second Australian caller. What's up, Benny? Oh, trust me, there's plenty of us down here following you guys. Don't worry about that. We love the show, and it's uh, it's just a great show to follow and uh, great insight from all of you guys. Um, do you think? My, uh, my do you think I'm a little? Uh, hey, yeah. Benny, do you think? Uh, like, am I smarter than Kenny? Do you think, or does Kenny got me? Or who's your favorite? Um, as one of the callers said, I think it was in last week's show, that just a great combination of all of you guys working well. And, I mean, uh, I'd still like to see Tits a little bit more involved. Um, yeah. He's important, I think. And maybe he needs a bit of polishing and things like that. But that's all good. Yeah. Uh, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't pick a winner. But as far as this year's seasons go, with um, the top five guys in the 450 class, I still think Stewart's got it. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think just everything that's going on and uh, release of emotions on the podium and, and, and what have you. And uh, unfortunately, I think for Reedy, he's injured. It's been a massive season for him, uh, especially with, um, as we all know, with the new team. Um, and I, he just looks a little drained. Maybe, um, maybe. I mean, Fro, you heard Fro, uh, you know, and Kenny believes it too. If it comes down to sort of uh, a mental battle, what are you doing? Are you inside of a ruse pouch? I'm sorry, man. I'm on Skype. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I missed that. Am I a what? Inside of a roo- kangaroo's pouch. <laughs> yeah, probably does sound like that. Um, hey, can- hey kangaroos, Skype, so kangaroos, are, kangaroos are like coyotes, huh, for us? Like, you guys don't really like them. <laughs> oh, I, I do. I got kids. I love them and, and things like that. But uh, Okay. <laughs> No, look, on a serious note, I, I, I want to see Reedy win it, no question. Right. But if I'm going to put my money on the table of Vegas, it's going to still be on Stewart. There's too many great guys at the top of this uh, this championship that can get in between. It's not like in the past where you've had the Reedy and the, and the Carmichael right. or, or Stewart and, and uh, Reed where first or second, it's it's too deep. And these guys are still right in it. They all believe it too. Right. And as they should, they're... they're, they're Awesome at what they I'll, do, and uh, I'll tell you what, I'll be uh, I'll be shocked if Stewart wins this. I will, I really will. I mean, he's got to climb past three guys. Well, how many points is he down? Sixteen. Sixteen. That's right. Yeah. that's right. And the old maths was twenty-five and twenty-two. Right. But uh, you know, Reed still believes it, and and uh, you know, Reed's only eight right now. Yeah. No, I don't know. What do you think, Moser? I don't want to make kids cut class right now, but I think. Uh, Hate to say it, I think the crier, aka Dungey, might pull this off with his foggles. <laughs> right. Okay. Even though he, he called him, he's the... definitely doing a good job. The old Dungey, he's a, well, the young Dungey. I mean, uh, I can't help but watch it down here in Oz, and 
I agree with you, Stevie. Those uh, podium speeches are just, uh, <laughs> they're killing you. Well, Kenny says uh, they're fine. So. He's consistent with podium and podium speeches and on the track and what have you. He's consistent. He did the exact same interviews last year, so it's not like he's trying to hide anything right now. No, no I got it. I tell you, you guys, um, you guys got CBS, and we, we, we just well, for me, I'm, I'm got some guys online in the states who help me uh, get hold of the races. So I've been fortunate enough to watch it. Oh, Generally, cool. they come out right. Friday here in Australia, and. Uh, they got it so wrong this uh, last weekend that uh, it was. They were showing the 250 or the lights class, and uh, halfway through the race, then they showed the podium speeches for the 450 class. Really? Huh. Yeah. So a lot of my friends that we, we follow this, you know, we get around and have barbecues and and things like that. Who uh, follow through what they call Foxtel down under? Yeah. Um, they were so bummed. <laughs> yeah, I bet. They already know what happened, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Right on. Well, thanks, Benny. Oh, man, great, guys. You have a great time, and uh, look forward to hearing you guys, and, and of course, ping and weech tomorrow. Right on. Thanks, man. See you, bud. All right, bye-bye. Emily, you there? Yep. Second female caller of the night. Hello. Hi. Um, I was just wondering if they did the tire change contest. Uh, well, Emily, funny you should ask that. Um, this guy was all ready to do it last Thursday, and it turns out Kenny, Kenneth, had a bit of a bug and, and, and claim, claimed he was sick. <laughs> claimed oh. he was So sick. we did not do it. Although who, Angie, do you, uh, who do you want to win? Uh, I have no idea. I just think it would be fun to find out. Right, There's been talk about it for weeks. And I'm ready. To happen. I, I haven't changed a tire since God knows when, but I'm ready. I will bring my A game. And I will destroy Keith. I, I have never seen two guys scared of rubber. <laughs> rubber. <Yeah. laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, Kenny, when are we doing this? Uh, soon. Let's get it done. Ooh, let's do it in Seattle because it's already going to be wet. Yeah, maybe we should do it in the pits of Seattle. Do that a race? Let's do it. Let's do it because they're going to have, I'm sure we're going to have some downtime. Yeah. The practice is going to be until 4. We should. Uh, are you yeah, be, Seattle, are you, I'll be there. I know you'll be there. It's a twelve-hour drive for you, right? <laughs> oh, you're going to start telling her how far we're driving it now. Well, she, she's Emily. She, she drives all the way to Anaheim, fifteen no, I hours. Know, but you, you claim that she didn't drive fifteen hours or something. Hey, um, your guy, your guy was where was he at? Dallas. Uh, Arlington, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. He told me the whole situation, and I was pumped that he came up and talked to me. And I look, look forward to seeing you guys this weekend. Yep, we'll be there. All right, Emily. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, Kenneth, we should do it at the race because yeah, there'll be should. guys that are filming it too. Like, we need yeah, guys yeah, yeah, we could, let's tits, do it. Tits ain't coming through with that That's part fine. of it. And, uh, what do you mean I'm not coming through that? I was all on the board and everything. You always seem sketchy, tits. What are like, you talking it about? Seems, it just seems sketchy. Dude, don't give me that. Listen, hey, listen here, I always come, so I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways. All right, Moser, thanks, bud. <laughs> See you guys all in right. a couple days. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye. Moser, the coming to Seattle. Are you are you pumped uh, to see Moser? Yeah, really pumped. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> exactly. Hey, All everybody. Right. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you, Justin Barsha, Jeff Emick, for coming on. Thank you, Kenny. Wes Williams from Verb Moto. Always a good time. Uh, please support our sponsors, btosports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, O'Neill, Kicker, you name it, they're on board with this show. We got Seattle this week. Hey, I wish you would have told me that uh, 
those were the guys from the the Mud Dolphin, whatever they were called. Because I, 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 you said Verb, Matt. You said I don't know who they are. I would not have them come on the show. Not on oh, my, really? Yeah. Wow. Why? Because Monster gives us so much. No, because the Dirt Shark is the Dirt Shark. You have a picture of a shark, not a dolphin. In the, in the <laughs> I do, in, I do. I like the Dirt Shark. I like the Mud Dolphin. All right, that's cool. I didn't have them on to talk about the. Uh, well, I'm the glad mud we dolphin. got to them the bottom of it. But at the end of the day, so everyone still knows, I still back the shark. And the dolphin, right. the dolphin's the dolphin. And well, just for people who don't know this, when Wes left the uh, studio, he presented Kenny with a drawing of the mud dolphin, and Kenny promptly whipped it at his head. Was not hey, happy. You know what? The the dolphin can stay at the amateur races because that's all it is. Right. And but the big dog, the shark, is at the supercross. He's doing the pro stuff, right? It's where it belongs. So who knew Kenneth had such passion for my dolphin? I, for, shark? Of all the things right. for him to take a stand, and all the things I he says he, he, that he doesn't give this. a f about, he doesn't care. But you get. <laughs> Mud Dolphin and Dirt Shark. Sheesh. You never know with Kenneth what sets him off and what doesn't. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will see you next week. Please uh, stick around. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks, for everybody, for calling in. And, uh, yeah, and if you didn't like the show, fuck off. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.